Year 2012, man. Some fucking... It's, it's just some shit, dude. This year. I, I cannot fathom... And, like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get for realsies, like, get get into some talk of the talk in, in regards to uh, the events that have transpired within 2012. But it's been it's been kind of a dicey year. And I'm I'm fairly grateful that um, it's been a good year for video games. And then it's kind of has like, I don't know. It's weird. Like for games, games. Yes, I think it's definitely been the worst year industry wise. Like, I think I've seen the ugliness that I, I, I could have expected from the video game industry. Like, I don't know. Industry kind of left me sour. Like, my, my, my roof of my mouth is a, it's a thick. It's a Captain Crunch wound. We don't have that over here, so that's a completely useless reference. So. Fuck off. You do not have Captain <laughs> Crunch in the United Kingdom? No. So, I don't know how rough do you, the... Did, I don't do you know how rough the video game industry has really been. No, no, we don't have any sort of crunchy. The only thing I know about it is from American people like yourself who say that it hurts your mouth. Yeah, it's it, it's it's like sweet corn razor blades fucking for your gums. Um, <laughs> Sounds lovely. But you know what, though? I don't, I don't know if I want to talk, though, because um, I don't know if you guys check my Instagram, but like I'm still getting through it. I don't know what came over me, but I finally got my fix, and I bought I bought over 61 boxes of monster cereal. I so I, I have, I have now, <laughs> I so. now have like monster cereal to fucking get me through to, uh, into the year. Cause like we've only, dude, we've only dusted like three boxes. Uh, like it's pretty bad. Like if, if I were to have like a spinach pantry and my name was Popeye, then that'd be understandable. But I don't know. I don't, it's really hard to explain to people like that you have a separate pantry for monster cereal, and I have to explain to them like it's so good, and like it don't like once you see an opportunity to stock up on it, like what what are you gonna do? Like not do that? Fucking jeez, I don't know. See, we don't have monster cereal here either. So. You don't have <laughs> happiness, Stevie. That's what you don't have. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, somebody. I'm gonna send this kid some monster cereal. That's what I'm doing. Oh, you'll have made my uh, Christmas. I'll be like the little boy urchin on uh, Christmas Carol. Well, I, I've got plenty of booberry because, like, I'm right. I, I don't know. I don't like Count Chalk, but booberry uh, is that what it's called? That's yeah, it's booberry. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. Oh. Stupidest name for any sort of cereal. Booberry is an institution over here. Don't you make fun of booberry? Yeah. God damn, <laughs> dude. That's a that's an American birthright. That's a General Mill. Fucking cornerstone of the cereal industry. Well, is it? Um, do you have a right to bear booberry? Uh, I do, but only once a year, unless you stock up like a, a fucking madman like me. <laughs> so it's, uh, the, it's the United States, like Seventeenth Amendment, dude. Oh goddamn! Like some of that shit. I don't. Know, I kind of want to stay. That's just a little bit dicey. Like I, I will shed some words of that at another appropriate platform and forum but Perhaps. yeah a lot of the shit like man i'm, I'm still kind of thinking like dude how many studios have just like gotten just fucking done like well thq just filed for chapter 11 recently um sega europe's completely down oh dude yeah it's bad and then 
uh fuck, three yeah three, but I, well three studios bounce back but Kurt i actually Schleich's don't know if did. i'd uh if, if i'm gonna feel too sorry for sega to be honest uh, well a, a lot of i mean i come from a site called Segradix, so i might be a bit biased but that kind of and kind of not i mean they're trying to get over their old ways but just like with the dreamcast their past is sort of catching up to them just when you know it, it could all change well, the past oh, is catching up to them because that's all their goddamn release. <laughs> 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 like, oh man, but still, uh, shit, dude. I don't know. I think everybody, everybody's gonna just hop on the boat or or whichever mode of transportation uh, to get them over to Montreal. Montreal is like the mecca of video game development for like any any kind of plat. Like, I don't know, a lot like fucking Microsoft's got hella studios up in there. Disney, um. Everybody, every development studio's got some hands and some pot somewhere up in Montreal. So it's I a think... pretty cool city. I, I like Montreal. It's pretty neat. They have the largest underground mall in the world. There's an underground mall. Why would you underground? Yeah, it's ridiculous too. Like you don't even know where you are uh, when it comes down to it at that times. You, know, you, you poke your head up above ground and you're like, oh, oh, I'm on Rue Saint Catherine. All right. That's... That's brilliant. It's both a shopping center and an existential nightmare. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Like, ah, oh, I don't know, but I, I still, I still enjoy like the thought of Thanksgiving in October. It's still, it's still fun. Oh fun. yeah. It's nice. You are listening to the Golden Zonkeys, our fucking inaugural award show here at Press Pause Radio. We're down a man, but he is coming. He's fucking fighting the Ohioan winters like he normally does. He nearly fucking died one time trying to make a recording. We told him not to do that ever again. Um, Because apparently you guys fucking get some black ice there. Uh, This is you, James, being the Ohio native. But I'm from Florida, so it doesn't count. I just happen to be here. It's, It's a bad situation. Uh, it's, a, it's a bad situation made worse. It's a bad situation made worse, because because I was like, hey, I'm tw- I'm 25, I'm in Ohio. Look, snow. First time I saw snow. Five seconds later, I fucking hate snow. Dude, right? Fuck you, snow. Snow is so overrated. Should fucking down with snow. All right, let's cue the music. <laughs> Donkeys, uh, we're not gonna lie, folks. Uh, we're inching near the end of the year. 
we got we got some shit to talk about. So we're kind of we're gonna do our best to streamline this uh fucking hallabaloo. So um yeah, all right. I'm George Boy's Axe. All right, streamline effort number one. Um, asshole to my right, uh, James. Streamline Bazinga. effort. Yeah, dude. Hey. Fuck. Okay, hold on. Let no, me just. No. <laughs> no. Fuck you. No. Let me Continue. jump in. Is this the is this the Big Bang Theory debate which I've had so much about previously on this podcast? But, okay, yes, but hold on, hold on a second, because somebody I gotta ask: Are you a fan of How I Met Your Mother? I am not a fan of How I Met Your Mother. Is James? Yay. No, fuck no. Fuck and yes! I hate I, that I, show. That show's so fucking stupid. And can I, I just weigh this. in as well? I I don't like uh, the Big Bang Theory either. It's pretty. Yay! Yes. Yay! <sighs> Whatever. Our numbers increase. Ah. I'm fucking, I'm gonna enjoy a trivia game with, with Jim Parsons. He's gonna come over. I'll have him, have Brett Snyder. Fucking, yeah. You guys are missing out. Anyway. So, who, who am I forgetting? Oh yeah, hey, this is the first time Stevie's been on Press Podge Radio. He's, uh, representing Indie Drome because this is his inaugural award show, Golden Zonkeys. So he's gonna represent a lot of the indie games we may have not have played if they are discussed. Yep, and in true indie fashion, uh, I am wearing my best beret and best pair of loose-fitting jeans, and I'm ready to get really pretentious up in this. So, just if you, when you're hearing my voice, picture it in black and white. As long as it's not a picture, or I just don't want to picture you in jeggings. Fuck jeggings. I don't, okay, I just have something against pajamas. I don't, I don't like pajamas. So when you try, when you try to juxtapose the idea of pajamas with outside wear, fuck you. That's just like, dude, that's just like forever lazy. It's forever lazy, but with fashion. And then I just wanna, just fuck you. No, go like, are you working for me? Not anymore. Fuck off. Go home. <laughs> like, it's actually, uh, it was a question I had to answer before I was allowed to join Press Pause Radio. It was Stevie, do you wear jeggings? Do you wear jeggings? Do you, do you, do you endorse forever lazies or snuggies? It's a valid oh, question. I've never actually had a snuggie on, but I used to have a housemate who swore by it. Oh my god. I only like snuggies if they look like Gryffindor robes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> oh, dude. You know what's funny, though, is, uh, when I was nominating, like, I was trying to think of nominations for, um, uh, motion, uh, for the motion games category. And I got into Wonderbook, and I still feel so indifferent about Wonderbook. As like, you should. It's just, the it's Harry like, thing. it's, it's fun, and then it's not. It's so weird. I don't know. Like, I think I had fun the way the game never intended me to have fun with it with. So, take that as you will. That, that I don't think that's a, a fucking game that's meant for, like, the meta variety. But whatever, it's another topic. Fucking Molly what's-its. Um, Sarah. Sarah is also on the show. And, he here, will yes. be, and he's also representing uh, the Bullet Heaven category, which, I you know, it, it, that's going to be interesting because... I don't think a lot of us have really played that, but I did, I did chip in some of that. Help fucking vote it up. Vote, vote. So, Golden Zonkeys, 
pretty much what's going on. We are down a man, as you would expect. Andrew is a little bit late. He's trying to sludge through fucking old man winters, like farts and assholes up in Ohio. So once that uh, hobble-baloo is taken care of, then we will have a little bit more context. But uh, for those of you who've been staying on top of the site, which you have, and I appreciate it, and uh, I did get a lot of emails stating that uh, why didn't we have a listener category? Uh, it wasn't the works. All of you assholes have way too many different tastes in games. So it, I, I, I think majorly it was pretty, it was pretty hard to like really make a distinction. But I'll tell you right now, the two most common things that I did see, uh, in terms of games being voted were, uh, Walking Dead and Borderlands 2. And, uh, so there you go. Those, those are popular among the folks. So I, so I hear. And I don't know, man. I can't, I can't get behind Borderlands 2. Like, uh, that's, that's something we'll get into in a little bit. Like, uh, we'll, dude, we will get into it. I, I, I feel like I have a platform to fucking shake my fist from. So we will get into that in a bit. But yes, we're going to go ahead and streamline through the categories. Golden Zonkeys will work in a traditional award show format to where we have chosen a cavalcade of categories for uh, basically uh, specific nominations that have been personally nominated by like all of us, uh, including those, unfortunately, that could not make it on the show. That including Iodine, Katie, Sean. Uh, they also put in their their two pieces. Uh, Matt kind of put in his pieces, but he was just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking, I didn't play most of these games. So I'm just like, whatever, Matt. You're dumb. So, but Steve, I can testify that Matthew is dumb. <laughs> Dude, Matt's as dumb as a goddamn box. I know all too well the dumbness of Matthew J. I don't even know. Like, I kind of want to make up a word that's dumber than dumbness. Like, just something. Well, let's just call it J. If anything's dumb, we'll just call it. That's really super J, right? There. Yeah, you're fucking. Da- your name's so dumb, I could spell it with one letter. J. There you go. There you go, Matthew. It's just it's just because he beat me in words with friends of his third words. This it's is just so funny because Stevie's already fitting in because we've already spent some time on the show here and there, always talking shit about Matt and like we didn't even tell him we do that. And he's a fucking yeah. already. I mean, he's, ar- he's already busting the wine glass. He's just like, where where can I smear Matt's name in the mud? I'm like, well, you have to get it out of the mud first, and then you got to smear it. <laughs> well, there's the infamous "We Hate Matthew" club that's been going for a while now. Uh, it's been picking up steam. It is. Alright, so that's a category for those of you who don't know. <laughs> yeah, most Check hate people on this podcast, I nominate Matthew J. There you go. So, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead. Does everybody got the, we got our golden zonky sheets up? We got, we got our fucking shit ready to go. Some loud ass sheets, y'all. <laughs> that's juicy. <laughs> Well, I, I didn't even mean that literally, by the way. <laughs> it, it, if you guys haven't noticed, it's 2012. Just pull up a goddamn tab. It's on the website. <laughs> I hate you guys. Or look it, look it up on your phone or iDevice or tablet or Blackberry or any oh, other shit, electronic device. Turn the page for you. Shit. No. <laughs> um, your right. PC engine duo. So we've got 14 categories. Uh, and we're gonna go ahead and, I don't know, we'll start off something, some nice and sweet. So, g- generally, we did a top ten list. If you guys, especially listeners of the fan, uh, listeners of the show for the last couple of years have 
gotten to know that our top 10 lists go into like four hours. So we, we're not doing it that way. As we mentioned, traditional award show format, uh, first category, uh, best role playing game. That is a role playing game. All right. Here are the nominees. Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. Persona 4 Golden on the PS Vita. The Last Story on the Wii. And Diablo 3 on PC, Mac, and Texas Instruments. Um, so. <coughs> Asterix. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, all right. Persona uh, 4 the Golden, guys. What's up next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, all right. I'm going to. Fuck. All right. I'm going to have to concede. Persona 4 Golden, like, I, I hate that it is the best RPG this year because it's not, it's not fucking new, man. Like, I don't know. Like, Persona 4 is good. I'm going to tell you this right now. Like, Sarah fucking sold it to me years ago. But see, that's, that's a fucking problem. Years ago. And then, like, I started playing on my PS2 and now I got on my PS Vita and I'm playing the same game. Which is What's what's up with that, guys? Why are we being so easy on that? Can I ask well, you that? I can tell you why. It's because Persona 4 Golden is indeed a timeless game. I named it Game of the Decade back in 2000. No, you named Persona 4 Game of the Decade. Persona. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. So, like, as a natural, uh, like, update version of Persona 4, it adds more. Uh, so it, it's fresh for veteran players. And it has the same New Game Plus feel, so you're able to do a lot of stuff that you, you know, maybe weren't able to do the first time around, and you always wanted to. All right, I think there's just so much to the game; like you can't just do it in one playthrough. Oh man, am I gonna be the naysayer? I think I'm gonna be the naysayer. Yeah, you are. You probably are. Because you tend to disagree with me. I think Xeno. No, it's not that. It's just all right. Xenoblade Chronicles is really good. It's not Persona Four Golden good, but. I think that's just the it. Persona 4 Golden possesses the fucking advantage of being released in a year to where it goes up against games like this. Like, let's just, let's just face it. Diablo 3 is Super Browser Game Plus. So there's that. <laughs> I, I it just, kind of uh, had well, well, despicable well, things well, going on in the sidelines. Wait, lines okay, besides like, the hey, sidelines, it's, it's, it's not a browser game. Fuck you. No, dude. It, oh, Zero, fuck you. Xenoblade Chronicles is, hey, look at me, guys. I'm like Monster Hunter. Last story is Miss Walker's Last Hurrah, which didn't do too well. So it's, it's Persona for the Golden is the only thing worth holding up on a pedestal in this in, in this category. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it, I know Xenoblade Chronicles is pretty fucking awesome. It is pretty awesome, but not, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's awesome in its own right, and then Persona 4 Golden does, like, just the characterization and, and like, the fucking, uh, the simminess to it is, it's really subtle and it's, and it's incredibly engaging. I think my only problem that I've honestly had with Persona 4 Golden is the localization. Localization and, I don't know, I feel like, and I, but to be completely fair, this is a, an issue that I feel universally general with all JRPGs, is that game fucking repeats itself so much. Like, I feel like when there's a new development that's, like, ongoing, like, I, I feel like the game's obnoxious into hammering it into me. And, and as the player, I'm just like, I get it. It's, you know, I don't, I don't know. But that that's something that's, like, all JRPGs. It's just, yeah, all right, I'll agree. Persona 4 Golden. But to be honest, I'm going to fucking collude that I wish there was a better RPG because I feel like we're settling Persona 4 Golden. 
I wish there was a better new RPG. Thank you. All right. See, J- James is fucking. He got it. He got it. So, all right. See, that was easy. All right. Um, Moving along. Uh, any uh, any honorable mentions that I can really consider? Uh, per- dude, uh, Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade Episode Three was pretty good. Definitely, and it's cheap. You guys need to check that out. Z Boy did great on that game. Um. If any others come to mind, be sure to mail us like you guys always fucking do. I have a feeling um, we're going to get a lot of Torchlight 2. Um, because we have Diablo 3 in here, why don't we have Torchlight 2? It's, Torchlight 2 is good. It's Torchlight 2 is better than Diablo 3. Um, yeah, it probably is. It's, no, it is. Because it's Diablo 3 is super fucking point and click. Just fucking browser game. It's a browser <laughs> game. <laughs> it's like, I'm you, like, play I, it, you play it in your computer browser. So... Well, it's it's like it's got the complexity of something at Newgrounds. Your and mom's was... a browser game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a great start. All right, I, next I, category. I your mom. Let's go ahead and usher some in. Fucking mm, mm, these game of the year uh, award categories are fresh. I'm loving the Golden Zonkeys. We better we never go back to the old way, you guys. I love it. All right, best role playing game. That isn't a role-playing game. As in, we've done sideline. Fuck you guys. So, categories that were voted upon. Witcher 2, Code of Princess, Borderlands 2, and Mass Effect 3. This is going to be... there. Now we have something that's a bit challenging. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to voice Code of Princess... No, it's it's nice and it does have its RPG elements, but that is a that is a shallow ass brawler, and I don't have anything against it being a shallow ass brawler, but I no, it's it's fun for what it is, but it's it's not groundbreaking in the slightest, not not in the least play mechanic. So I'm striking that one out. I don't know about you guys. I have. Really I mean, I enjoyed it, it, but I don't know. I thought that it was a little too shameless in its uh, in its borrowing from uh, Guardian Heroes. Yeah. There, there's that too, but even then, like, like the RPG straight off the bat, right at the beginning, the enemies strike exactly the same pose. Yep. I, I gotta admit, though, I love the animation. There's like, yeah, it's I've got to say that's the most intense boob animation I've seen on the 3DS next to Dead or Alive Dimensions. Oh yeah. Oh, well, uh, way, way to go, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Stop it. This is, this is oh, number one reason why all over again. My my head. Um, my name is ha- Thomas with lowbrow. I have to dimension in sexiness. <sighs> James, what would you knock out? <laughs> I, I'd knock out Borderlands Two because the only thing that makes it an RPG is the fact that you level up. Yep. And get loot. I'm knocking that one out too. Fuck yeah, cool. I'm knocking it out because it's too much like Diablo. Buzzing. Oh fucking hey. It. I, no. Okay. That game. All right. Wait till I get a chance to where Borderlands 2 is my fucking... I'm going to fucking shove Borderlands 2 down your fucking faces later. Well, hold on a second. We'll see, see we'll I, see. Okay, it's, it's a sharp... It's sharp and it's improved. But, dude, it's Borderlands. It's the same... Like, I essentially feel like I've played a refreshed game. Like, okay, I know we talk about how we want, uh, you know, more of what makes the game awesome in a sequel. But I feel like other than, you know, some... New characterization and sharp ass writing. Like, the grind in that game is, I feel like it's even worse than the original. 
I'm and I feel like it's worse than the original because the original was fresh. It was something new. And then going into that and already going through the original, the grind just wears on you quicker and, and harder. I'm going to hold my arguments until the end because there's no way that I'm not going to let it go this easily. But this is not the category for this game. Agreed. So, all right. So that leaves two. Fucking two. Witcher 2 and Mass Effect 3. Witcher 2 is deceptive. And, it, like, I will say this, it's not, like, it does not have the intensity of the original. Like, the original one is an RPG-ass RPG, and it's, and yeah. it's, and it's a PC game, like, in its, in its fucking core. Uh, Witcher 2 is a bit more consoleized, and, and, and a lot of the subtleties that involve the RPG aspect are there, but it's, it's more of an action game with, uh, with some stylized, moral compassing like and, i don't know in it, my opinion it does choice better than mass effect 3 did this year it did i just i feel like what it fucks up that mass effect did not is i i feel like the accessibility of really engaging in that choice mechanic was really lost in a lot of people because you can't it, it's just like fucking people who played mass effect 2 on the ps3 and they got genesis you know what i mean like they can't really reflect upon anything that was done in the original. Like, for those of you who got it on PC, yeah, like, yeah, you guys got that benefit. But for a lot of you who got it on 360, and the game sold fairly well on the 360. I was surprised. But yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't play it on 360 either. I played it on PC. Uh, but I'm, I just played it without even starting the original. So I might as well have played it on 360 in the aspect in which it did not have a prior save file to pull from. I don't know. The Witcher 2 has boobies in it, so point to Witcher 2. <laughs> Jesus. We're, we're, we're really just uh, bringing it back up, take it back down. Stevie. Super highbrow. Jesus, Stevie, have you played The Witcher or The Witcher 2? I haven't played The Witcher or The Witcher 2, but I do know about the sexy boobies in it, so that gets my vote. Got some nice boobies. It's got the best yeah, boobies. If there's anything ever. that forwards. You know, video games as a medium is that. Hold on, you guys. I, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to get my Webster's and I'm looking up journalistic integrity. So, <laughs> pull on second. Um. Anyway, I, I outside of the boobies, because like Jesus, if that was really the case. Speaking, why is this happening right after number one reason? Why? Like, why the fuck are you guys doing this? <laughs> um. Witcher, I don't know, Witcher 2, I feel like is definitely an overlooked game this year, too. So, I don't know. I'm... I think I'm, a lot of people are going to forget about it. I think a lot of... There's so much... Because it came out fairly early in the year. And I think a lot of people have forgotten about it. And it was a great game. I enjoyed every minute of it besides the... Hey, it has another thing in common. The bunk-ass fucking ending. Which is <laughs> another thing in common, Mass Effect 3. Uh... Mm. I mean, Mass Effect Three has better point-to-point gameplay. Yeah, but the, I feel like the the progression is better in Witcher Two. Like the skill trees, it it's so much better. It is. You know what? Witcher Two. Witcher Two gets my vote. I would have to go with Witcher Two. All right, oddballs, wild cards. Can I that, bring that, up? That's, that's uh, I want to bring up. Um, uh, we, are we doing like side like games that weren't in the list, but like honorable mentions? We can do wild cards or honorable mentions at least, but we got we got to pick a winner. But I'd be okay. more than happy to hear your honorable mention. 
Okay, well, my, I was just going to say my honourable mention is Pandora's Tower, which came out in the UK, but isn't. it's the last Project Rainfall game not to come out in the US, and it's really, really good. It's got some RPG-like elements mixed in with some sort of dating sim-type elements, as well as, you know, being a really good action game as well. So Pandora's Tower would get my vote if anyone else had played it this year. So... Essentially, it's essentially Persona. (laughs) Essentially, yeah, okay, okay. Pandora's Tower begins with a P, so does Persona. My vote goes to Persona. But Persona's... (laughs) Persona wins every category. Yeah. You got got Witcher 2 or Mass Effect 3? Uh, Did you uh, play Mass Effect 3? I'll go with Witcher 2. Just because that I know a lot of people really didn't like Mass Effect 3 for a lot of reasons. Alright, Sarah. Bogging down you, dude. It's kind of a shame that uh, Radiant Silvergun didn't come out this year. Because that has some weird RPG elements in it, too. You're really... That's... You're fucking fishing. You are <laughs> no, not, fishing. Not really. When you, no, you got to think of it. like your, your weapons actually gain experience and level up up to 33. All six of them. So... Okay, so when that. when but, Mario but, 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 hits a question block and he gets a fire flower, he gains new abilities that level yeah, him up exponentially. That's not, no, that's not what I'm trying to get at. And it's not quite the same thing. You're getting a single power-up from a fire flower. What I'm trying to say is that when you're firing your A weapon, right, it will get more powerful and you'll see more shots on screen as it gets more powerful. But it doesn't get up to level 33 on one playthrough. It takes a lot of time to get that up. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sticking with Mass Effect 3 because it's more RPG than anything else there. Damn. Damn, strong words. Majority rules, though. Best role-playing game that isn't a role-playing game award goes to The Witcher 2. Shoot. I, I, that was kind of a... That was a hard argument. That was a hard statement to make, I'm sure, after me and James literally just said, I don't know about the RPG. I, I want to hear your perspective, Sarah. How is that the most RPG-ass game there? It's the most RPG-ass game there because it's, you know, the third part of a one single big, huge, overarching game. and Which got while, less while like the, an RPG as it went yeah, along. But while the ending was, you know, less about your previous choices, you still had a ton of choice in it. There was a ton of choice in it. Like, and, you know... Like you, you, played, you played Commander Shepard more... Like, you got into who Commander Shepard was more than you got into any of the other characters here in terms of personality and how he handled all of the situations that he handled. Uh, you did, but there was it was like all fucking... In 3 especially, if you go back and you look at it, it's a bunch of fucking shadow magic. If you played Renegade Shepard or if you played Paragon Shepard, you most of the time came down to the same stuff. If you, play, if you make a different choice in Witcher 2, you don't even get access to half of the fucking game. Yeah, yeah, and then not only that, like, like all, all, all I need to say is the first two words that you just told me there. You did. So there it is. Wait, what's the first yeah. two words? When, when I said that you had a lot, a lot of choice in who you were, who, who you were as you played Shepard, James responded with, you did. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, you did, but the same, <laughs> like, what we're well, trying to say is that, you did. On, stop. There's a depth of choice. Dude, <laughs> okay. Hold up a sec. I can choose between Diet Pepsi or Pepsi, or I can choose between Disarano and Fireball. And I can tell you right now that in the in the fucking complexity of the choices given, I, I see where James is coming from. Because essentially, if a character, a pivotal character died in three, 
There is literally a cookie cutter character replaced to serve the exact same function in the exact same role. Exactly. There was literally quite literally. Yes, yeah, so like there's there's absolutely no there's no magnitude, there's no gravity towards anything significantly changing. They'll they'll literally just fucking toss something in. They'll paraphrase it with another character that would feel appropriate to fit the role. And see, the one game that did like changed the game significantly by magnitudes was two and three three kind of does the same shit two does without any soul and two i understand you spend a lot of time getting to know these characters inside and out so you can gain their loyalty and recruit them and three you're recruiting people and you're sort of like being a car salesman when you're doing it like you got it you got earth well okay yeah there's earth but there's your planet and if you fucking come along right now we'll give you a shiny new secret weapon there was just it was rushed it, it like i don't know i feel like there is a lot of similar aspects that were swapped and for the expediency that mass effect 3 was trying to convey it it, it, it worked into some context but at the same time like that's where you really saw it lose a lot of life mass effect 2 is still like if I could recommend anybody, if somebody told me I can do which game can I play, like if I can only play one of those, that one, that mm-hmm. one, that one, that one. It is the Empire Strikes Back of the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, it is. Man, you guys are way too touchy. I don't care about any of these games. Video <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> 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 games are stupid. Oh man! All right, next next category, you guys. We're fucking moving on. Um, most enjoyable shooter. So we got Borderlands 2, Halo 4, Dishonored, Kid Icarus Uprising, and Max Payne 3. So I know it's not winning. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just me. I, I know it's not winning. You guys want to know what let, I think is not winning? Let's all vote for Kid Icarus Uprising just to piss everyone off. <laughs> Oh man, I've that kind of crossed my mind, but I'll tell you this, I'm not voting Max Payne 3. Fuck that. It was uh, not an enjoyable shooter. Nope. It wasn't. Oh, really? You're the one person who didn't agree with the amazing reviews it got. No, I gave it a terrible review and Rockstar didn't like me. And I told him, well, I don't like Max Payne 3. So there we go. Um it it completely juxtaposes everything that made Max Payne into something it wasn't to essentially cater and otherwise like fucking conform to the trends of third person shooting in this current generation. The cover shooting mechanic is the most jarring thing about Max Payne three. It does not make Max Payne Max Payne and the shoot dodge is worthless. Bullet time completely loses like bullet time and cover shooting are the antithesis of each other. Especially if you go back and you, and you honestly play these two side by side, there there was a lot going on that Max Payne tried to cater to and just did not follow through. And I just hate that reticle. Even if you can change it, hate it. Just I don't know. There's there's something about the, like the aliasing in that game. And I, I'm James. You played it too, didn't you? Uh, no, I did not. I avoided that game like the plague. I'm not a big Ma- Max Payne guy, and I just did not have any want to play that game to be completely honest with you i've kind i've kind of soured on rockstar as a whole to be completely honest with you huh but that's that's just kind of i have i have had no want to play that i have absolutely no no want to play grand theft auto 5 next year when it comes out 
because they're they're pretty much doing besides Red Dead Redemption, every game they make is like the same kind of bull like gangster bullshit. They're trying to make they're trying to make the Godfather every fucking time, and it's just not it's it's not impressing me. Yeah, I don't know. I I do enjoy like at first I was just I wasn't against. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't against. I wasn't in support of the uh, multiple protagonists because I was just like, well, fucking all it's missing is Big the Cat, and there you go. And uh, I don't if, know that trailer kind of sold me over. If they would have made a female protagonist. I would yeah. have been all aboard because that is NC, something that they've never done before. NC, I would like to see that, but I feel like I feel like Rockstar's kind of generated this this theme or I don't know this uh, concept of what they're trying to emulate in the quote unquote criminal underworld that like th- uh, the role that certain females like serve, which is and there are a lot of fucking cliche roles. There are a lot of like pretty much double crossing romantic uh elusive like i don't know i've never really seen like a powerful woman in any of the grand theft auto games they they all fit similar roles and yeah exactly like i feel like the characters are intentionally made to be misogynistic to fit this kind of criteria of what they they envision a criminal to be like and look at the three yeah they got three criminal stereotypes in that you got the guy who's trying to get out but they're pulling me back into the game and then you got the guy who's trying to get into the game then you got the guy who's in the game and he's fucking nuts it's like yeah, oh yeah that's 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 who we call the Kane and Lynch character it's, uh, it, uh, that that was the one like when I saw him I'm like that that is the most morally fucking bankrupt character design I have ever seen that that isn't even liberally lifting from one of the shittiest shooters from Idos that is fucking I don't know I I think I may have made a bigger deal out of it than most but still I did not care for it but yeah. So no, no, I'm, I'm voting Max Payne three nowhere near winning. Anybody, everybody on this that that same boat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm Definitely surprised not. that it wouldn't though, because honestly, I this is exactly the opposite reaction I heard from pretty much everyone else in the world when that game came out. Did you check it out though? Did you play it yourself? I've played bits and pieces of it, at, like friends' houses, and I thought it was competent. You know, I didn't think it was exactly bad. Oh, it's just it's so bad, man. Like, there's one really cool moment. I will say I love that game soundtrack. I love that game soundtrack. But it's just, I don't know, the game fucking, I wanted it to be so much better. It does a lot of cool shit with narrative. That's narrative and sound. Like, the narrative of Max Payne 3 is awesome. Like, they, because the narrative in the Max Payne games are fucking stupid. And I feel like Rockstar really like grounded it they made it gritty and realistic and not about some fake drug or some shitty dream sequence and they really played on like max Payne being a piece of shit sometimes too much but yeah um so i'm gonna i'll jump into it so with max Payne 3 voted out we've got dishonored kid icarus uprising halo 4 and borderlands i did not play a lot of Kid Icarus, but I, it's, that's not getting my vote. That, I cannot get behind that control scheme. I'm not. I'm not saying it's terrible, but if I if I were to say most enjoyable shooter, that is that does not fit the bill uh, for me. I can't get behind a game that requires a stand to play comfortably. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with all of you because I can play it without the stand just fine. You should, dude. You need to be sent in for experimentation. Just like <laughs> there are people that are talking about how they can play Zombie U with a stylus, like. What? I show me how. I, I I don't know. Like comfortably with a stylus, because that means it's gotta like be like intertwined within your fingers. And I don't know. 
the the touch screen isn't that bad to drag. I think that's been a little over embellished on just how touchy it can be. I didn't find it to be that touchy, and that's a whole other topic. But the point I'm trying to make is like it, it kind of falls in the same circumstances. I do not feel like that game is universally ergonomic to be enjoyable. Um, I don't know. I, like when I, when we were at PAX East, uh, I was playing against I don't know 16, 17 different people, and I always won first place. But you were playing it on a kiosk with a Doesn't 3DS matter. attached to it. No, no, you could still pick up the 3DS. Mm. And I did. I don't know, I man. You got some big, meaty claws, though. Well, that's just it. You would think that big, meaty claws would be a little more of a hindrance than, uh, you know, True. small, spindly ones, right? I, I, well, I don't have my small... I don't. They're not small and spindly, but... Man, I don't know. I've got fucking slender, slender man hands. I've got hands that can't eat a Whopper because they make them look really tiny. <laughs> I didn't know I that. Think even the fact that Nintendo themselves, though, put out the stand with the game, like you can't buy the game on its own. It's always with the stand. So even Nintendo obviously don't feel that comfortable with just having the game on itself on a 3DS. I bought it used without a stand, and I kind of wish I got <clears> the stand. It does support the twin, uh, the twin sticks, though. Mm, I got a 3DS XL and I fucking I am so against the Frankenstick I will never endorse it I will endorse a remodeled version of the 3DS when Nintendo finds it fucking within budget and that's what I'll do sir 3DS Pro well yeah um when that's when that's in the works so I don't know Kid Icarus Uprising guys I'm gonna go nay just can't I cannot get behind this being an enjoyable shooter well, I guess I'm the odd man out. Yes, you are. Yep. Yes, you are. Uh, I believe, Stevie, you're on that same boat. Yeah, I'm on this boat, the boat that has a stand on it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got Borderlands 2, Halo 4, and Dishonored. Just to expedite this, uh, I- I'm just going to blow my load early. And uh, Halo 4. Halo 4 is the best shooting mechanics out of those three. But the most, if you're going for most enjoyable shooter, Borderlands 2 beats it head over heels. Nope. It's, it, did you ever, you played Borderlands 2. Did you play Borderlands 2 with more than just yourself? Not as much, and maybe that's why I didn't like it as much. When played in co-op, now I like it as a single game too, but I'm a loot horror, so I'm I'm fine with that on its own. When you get a group of people in that game, it is by far the most exciting shooter I have played in years. That dam mission where you're basically assaulting the dam, I played it with a full group of people. All the powers mixing up, throwing down turrets, going into gunzerker mode. My fucking But essentially, wife you're, you're just playing an enhanced... Like, fuck, I don't know how I can say that because I'm picking Halo 4. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like I did that a couple years ago with Borderlands. I'm just now I'm doing it with a lot more direction narratively, a lot more abilities, new shit, and some sharper design. I kind of feel like Halo 4 did it better as far as enhancements are concerned. And well, it, it's it's I mean like like you I'm not saying anything bad about because I, I said here on the podcast go those go is the it's the best Halo probably since Halo. Really, it's one of the best Halo games to come out ever, but it's still in my opinion, it's a fun game, but it's still not as good as Borderlands 2, in my opinion. I played through Borderlands 2 twice. I played Halo once. 
that's kind of a level for me. If I can play through a game twice, that means I really fucking loved it. All right, Stevie. You're, uh, Stevie and Sarah, you guys are deciders. What are you picking? Uh, Stevie's the decider. You wait. Uh, you haven't played any of them? Come on, man. Really? I di- just didn't care. Hmm. From what I've played of each of them, and I've only played literally only both of them for a couple minutes in demos and stuff like that, so not the actual thing. I'm gonna have to go for Borderlands 2. I just really Yay! like the style. God. I thought that it uh, had a lot more going to uh, to it. From what I played, I could be hideously wrong, but if I am, then I will give the award to the other one personally. I will go around to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> to whoever wins, that. and I will actually I will dub over this podcast with my own voice and change. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I play it and then find the other one to be better, so I will say it now: the be- the better one is Borderlands Two, and then I can come back to it and change oh, dude, it. To- I kept thinking this whole time, like I'm gonna make the wrongest choices. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I wouldn't take anything I had to say with a fucking. I would take it with a fine grain of salt, because holy shit, I'm still playing around. A lot of these games, I had to change. I don't know. With the games I reviewed, no. With the games that I played for funsies, I, I did change my tune about them. All right. Most enjoyable shooter ghost, Borderlands 2. Andrew, you're on. What's what's up, buddy? Hi, how are you? I would I would make a fart sound right now, but I don't know if I could actually do one. There, let me try. Hold on. I can't do it. I, it's like it's like making fart noises with your armpit. I can't do it. it There's an so app sad. for it, dude. Get the app. I will <laughs> download that. Well, if, if it's not on Android, which nothing is ever. You just gotta Aww. learn to use your top lip. I don't even want to go into the dynamics of I, that. I, yeah, I. Dynamic the there you go. All right. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> thing, too. Highbrow, journalistic integrity at its finest. Before Andy got here, he sent me his picks, and they were all the same choices as mine. So, we'll, Bullshit. We'll by default. Hold on. Fuck off. Serious? So, we're catching. No, no, there weren't. Shut up. We don't know okay. that. James Collusion. God damn it. <laughs> so, first off, let's get the important thing out of the way. Stevie, meet Andrew. Andrew, meet Stevie. Hi, Stevie. Hello, Andrew. There you <gasps> go. I love it. <laughs> so I love it. You love oh. I'm telling you, dude, you are a classic yeah, motherfucker. Okay, well, th- thank you very much, Andrew, for being impressed with something I have no control over. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope. I, God, this is gonna be terrible. Well, I hope we, you're on the podcast too often. Jim I'll offend you so you? bad. This <laughs> is Jimquisition Jim. I always forget Jim's last name. Jimquisition. That's the name. Jim Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, tell Jim Sterling to fuck off. There we go. We got one now. It's cool. I don't, yeah, I don't think they necessarily. I was gonna say they don't necessarily know each other, do they? Um, they coincidentally did work on the same site. Oh, okay. Wow. Jim okay. Sterling started off with Sega Addicts. 
Yeah, and then I and then now I'm the British person of that side. <laughs> Replacement. Okay, gotcha. That is literally. Yeah. Oh no, we have got one more British person on the site, but I was the original. You are a legitimate game site now. We got a British person. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. As long as you have the one novelty British person, then you are fine. So yeah, all they had up until now was a yeah. dirty Canadian. Yeah, yeah. No, we still we still do, and we still love them. Yeah, sure. All right, so let's catch you up on Golden Zonkey okay. so far. So Please. there's one rule, too, that I don't think we all made clear. There is wild card that we can all vote if it's really hard. There, We got one wild card exception, and it's really cool that we haven't blown it yet. So wild card means we can insert any other game that we can include. That's to spice like, things up. Just, just one as a collective unit or one individual person? No, as in one, we all have to vote that a wild card is necessary. Oh wow! Okay, and then we all vote on the wild card. Gotcha, gotcha. So then we have we can only do that once throughout the entire award show. Other than that, this is what you've missed. I'm just curious to hear, but too bad you missed out. So yeah. a most enjoyable RPG that is an RPG, Persona Four Golden One. Yeah, I uh, agree with that for sure. Most enjoyable RPG that is not uh, an RPG, Witcher Two One. Mm, I don't know. I guess yeah. Okay. Well, how is it an RPG? It's not an RPG. Is it just because of the combat? Yes. The combat, okay. the level, the compass. I mean, it's got some RPG-ass shit, though, in the skill trees alone. we Trust me, we went into it, because Mass Effect 3 is a bit of an RPG, but it's just like, eh. And then, um, most enjoyable shooter, fucking Borderlands 2 just won. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to that. Now, I will say, though, I did like the choice of, I think, was Max Payne on that list? Yes, and we, I just I just I just went back to play Max Payne again, and that just this time of year when I just want to kill some shit, like man, that's so good. Dude, we we it really gave is. it, we all gave it the the literal like that's where I just want to go. Fuck that game. We we oh, took a, we took a dump on it. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't around for that, man. That was like one of my unsung <laughs> heroes of the year. Uh, oh well, well I'm glad I missed it then. <laughs> there you go. All right, so intermission over. Fucking let's let's move on with the show. Topic or topic, son of a bitch. Uh, category is best game to have the hoppity hops and the jumpity jumps. So we've got New Super Mario Brothers U, Fez, Mighty Switch Force, They Bleed Pixels, and Spelunky. And lucky for me, I played four of those games. I have not played Mighty Switch Force, but I need to. I yes, don't know what that do. is. What is this? It is so good. And, okay. Switch Force is the way forward game for yeah. 3DS. Now it's, yeah. Well, yeah, 3DS. Uh, it 3DS was, that's why. What, was it released yet on the Wii U? Show? Yeah, it's on the Wii U. Okay. I, now, the I, reason that I nominated it is because it was literally released two days before the end of the year last year. <laughs> so, and then the, the one for the Wii U came out. So there's really, you know, it, it makes it a 20, uh, 2012 game. Um, have you played it on the Wii U? I haven't played it on the Wii U. I have played it extensively on the 3DS. Hmm. Well, and it's it's fantastic. And I guess my vote. 
Well, let's see. Let's see what what else we got. So we got new Super Mario Brothers U. I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I'm I'm willing to vote that one right off, only because a it's really good, but it it definitely isn't award material. It's more of the same. Plus, I don't feel like anybody's really given it extensive amount of time. Mm-hmm. Let's so. also be real. Like New Super Mario Brothers Two also came out this year, so it's literally like a double. Well, no, but, okay, yeah. but to be honest, though, New Super Mario Brothers U is a fucking leaps and bounds better than two, in in ways that you'd be surprised. Pun like, fully intended. I, dude, it, I would. I've no read my review, man. Fucking, I I was surprised with how good it was. It did it did start to drag near the end, but. Still, I was surprised with what I received in a in the quote unquote new Super Mario Brothers lineup for you. But I really hope that you is the last of it. There's there's like no more. Like I think the most egregious thing that's just so stupid. It's all these fucking games have the same music. It's the same. <laughs> never changes. <laughs> it oh never. None that of it has changed. That music with the waz in it. Ah, ah, dude. Wah, no, wah. it's kind. It's kind of just like yeah. soul sucking when like I'm playing that and all I hear is like. Like I can't, I can't do it anymore. So. And it's a bit unfair since it's all remixes of old songs, anyways, of that franchise. Yeah, it is. Sadly enough, you know what should have made this list too. And I'm reviewing it. The it, the review should be out next week. Which is really good. Was Street Fighter Cross Mega Man? Yes. You see, that's uh, the thing, right? Yes. It is. It is really, oh, really good. I completely forgot about that. It's good too. Well, like, I never. Ha- out, I didn't have like... any of the technical hiccups that everybody did. Yeah, you need to get before the end of the year. Capcom's gonna start charging you money for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ultimate yeah. edition. No, they were completely surprised with how popular it was. I'm like, yeah. man, we didn't also, think. We didn't think a free game would do so well. Oh, free that... Mega Man game. The fact that they're yeah. not, not ignoring it, Mega Man game. Wow, amazing. <laughs> It's interesting too. Like I saw a lot of people online were like, "Oh man, I've got a Core i7 processor and disk graphics card and so much RAM and it's stuttering." And meanwhile, I'm I'm sitting here with my piece of shit $400 laptop that I got three almost three years ago now, and it's running it without a hitch. Dude, Isn't I have not had a stutter. Isn't that Mega Man? Game. What? Isn't it supposed to stutter? Isn't that how Mega Man works? <laughs> That's not a problem. That's called nostalgia, people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. Pe- you know what people were uh, bitching so about was the um, is the stuttering like what the NES did to where like too many objects on screen will blink in and out. Oh, so you're talking about Flicker? Flicker. Yeah, the game flickers, but I thought that was done intentionally. Okay. Yeah. The, the, well, that's just like in Mega Man Nine and Ten. They've got what's called legacy mode, and it slows down and flickers just like an NES would. Huh, I did not so know that. It's, it's normally filtered out, but you can actually turn it on. So, um, the one thing that everybody bitched about this game, though, is it doesn't have a save option. This game is really short. Like, you can, it's really easy to beat this game in one sitting. My biggest complaint about it is Vega. Vega is the <laughs> fucking, Vega is the hardest thing in this. I'm, I'm saying that Vega is harder than the secret boss in this game. That's bullshit. Like, I could not stand it because of the power he's weak to and the abilities that he has. But I and it, again, he kind of just incorporated a lot of the things that I hate about Vega players to begin with. So it was just bad. I think um, the thing I, I like the most about uh, Street uh, Mega Man Cross Street Fighter is that uh, when you're fighting the uh, the World Warriors, their actual uh, spoken attacks 
are translated over to 8-bit sound effects. And yeah, like when you're fighting accurate. when you're fighting Chun Li. <laughs> like, or like Ryu. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I love that. Can, can we just start making the sounds like that from now on? No, it's it's really funny because he'll 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 go like hip 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 Awesome. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's an so honorable good. mention. I yes, I I totally yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like that deserves a place on this list. Um, soundtrack is free as well if you want to. Oh, I think I've, I've got soundtrack's really good. It just takes Street Fighter. Flashman mixed with Ryu's theme is the best thing ever. I, yeah, I like they buy some really good combinations. Uh, Blanca's with Snake Man's is pretty good. Blanca's power oh, really? is fucking Holy stupid, shit. though. I think okay, that sounds pretty amazing. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, Blanca's stage with uh, Snake Man. Um, okay, uh, so Fez. Everyone's played Fez. Please tell me you've played Fez. Yeah. Mm. I, will, I played I will a say, demo of it. Well... I will say this that uh I read, you know, I read that, the review. That, that small fraction of players who are affected by the bug, I'm in that fraction. And even with that aside, I don't know. I Alright, fuck it. I'll blow my load. Fez gets my pick for this category. It, yes! it does it does everything that I want out of a platformer and because a platformer is the most traditional genre in this entire like it, within the industry at this point, it, 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 in the fact that it, it's still ongoing, and even though there's a lot of timeless charm about it, like, platformers can get fucking dull and repetitive, case in point that we've mentioned with Mario, even. So, what Fez does when it succeeds, I enjoy it. However, it's not, like I said, I reviewed this game, and I will say that there's a lot of bullshit in this game that I wish wasn't there, and, I, and it kind of makes me feel like Phil Fish is just a fucking pretentious jerk sometimes. Are you talking about the anti Cryptic stuff? bullshit? No, I'm talking about the anti-cubes. I'm talking about the big cryptic secret that's vaguely visually clued and the navigation. Like, that is the worst map I've ever played in my life. Yeah, the navigation's kind of trying to implement what the game's about in its map, when really I would have just liked a more straightforward map rather than one that tries to fit into the overall theme of the game. It's just this dumb spider graph that breaks hearts and, and hurts souls. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but Fez gets my pick. I'm just it has an it amazing atmosphere, and a lot of that is to do with its fantastic music. That too. It's got an amazing soundtrack. All right, so we got we got Sarah from Mighty Switch Force. I'm on Fez. What do you Which, by the way, for for Mighty Switch Force, the reason it gets my pick is because it was one of the more clever uh, 3DS games when it first came out, and it's it does also have a really good presentation, fantastic animation, great soundtrack by Jake Kaufman, which is actually fast becoming one of my favorite composers, my favorite new composers, I should say. Um, and you know. Way forward, you can't really go too wrong with Way Forward. Most of the stuff that they've put out has been fantastic so far. I feel like there's one terrible game that they put out that I did not like, though. Yeah, it's probably the uh, Wendy Every Which Way on Game Boy Color. Ah, uh, no, it's not that one. It's something else. But oh yeah, well, we they did the that. Silent Hill game, uh, Book, of Mem- Book of Memories. No, uh, yeah, the Silent Hill no game one. on Vita is shit. That's yeah, yeah. It's, really? Huh. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Don't play it. Well, it's Silent Hill too, so. It's oh, not even a Silent Hill game though, the game though, really. No, it's it's like a shitty dungeon crawler. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's dumb. I don't know. In, in terms of games on the list, I mean, Spelunky's the one I actually played. Um and 
I I like that game just because the platforming is very precise, but it can be very um it's brutal. It's it's downright brutal. The platforming is downright brutal. Like if you don't time your jump just right, or if you're not aware of your surroundings, like you get fucked easy. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a good game. But I don't know. Like Fez, I haven't really played it, but just what you've heard about that game and what you you know about that game and how it's taking a platforming genre, but it's really done something different with it, something that wasn't really expected. I don't know. I I can I can only really say Splunky's my choice because it's the one I actually played. And I think the platforming is just dead on accurate. It's some of the best platforming out. Um, but it has that same vein of like Super Meat Boy, that challenge, you know, that if you don't do this just right, we're going to, we're going to, you know, you're going to pay for it. I feel know? like the one problem I have with Spelunky, because I agree the mm-hmm. platforming is really sharp, is the, the motion aliasing. I hate the motion aliasing. Because like, if you literally put like any stop to pressure of movement on the analog, you come to a dead stop. You don't even come to a, there's no That's... momentum. Yeah, there's no real float to it or anything like that. Yeah, no. it's like a dead stop. Yeah, it's I agree a with dead that. Dead stop, and that that threw me off because I really feel like that betrayed uh, a lot of the physics that I have accustomed to. But I do yeah. really like Spelunky. You feel you feel like you're gonna go, you know, this is like you're gonna stop in a certain spot, and you don't. It's just like like you're hitting an invisible wall or something. Yeah, because like, that. like again, mm-hmm. video game like platforming physics, even through muscle memory. You kind of apply a certain amount of pressure to movement, and then you let go. It's kind of like when you're driving a car. You apply a certain amount of pressure to the brake. Yeah. I mean, imagine just, like, slightly easing on the brake could turn into a lead foot stop. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you, if you change up your fucking pressure at all. That, it wouldn't would be expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is my biggest complaint, in, in, in especially in a fucking category like this where platforming is is crucial. Yeah, so, I mean, what is the platforming like in Fez? I mean, from gameplay, from the actual me- me- mechanics, like, is it is it really it's, solid? It's sharp, it's solid, and it can even slightly like I, I I know this might be contested, but when you can slightly exploit platforming in a game, that it, it introduces this invisible amount of depth. Like when you can do things in a game that people didn't think you could do, like developers couldn't even think you could do it. Yeah, that's how like that's when you know it's good. And like being able to to trick. Uh, climb and then jump from a climb and then switch perspectives. It's it's all about your fucking eye shot. The fact that it tests reflexes because that's all you really have to do in that game other than visual clues and puzzle solving. The thing about Fez is that there's not really much like proper platforming because you spawn instantly so it can seem like the challenge is gone but I think that it is a good platformer even if it doesn't have like super intense moments because it does do something new. I mean, just the fact that the way the levels are set out aren't you know left to right there from down to up, and it's more about just taking things at your own pace. I think that really is what the game's about. So maybe it's not the best platformer, but it's definitely got the best. I don't know. It's got the most platforming spirit. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, most platforming spirit. Yeah. I mean, uh, they bleed like... pixels is cool to a sense, but I actually hate the platforming mechanics in that game. Oh, really? I, I, I downloaded just on Matt J's, like, you know, talking about on Twitter all the time, but I haven't actually played it yet. It's still it's, in my Steam list. It's just fucking <laughs> weird, dude. It's I just don't good. like it's, it. I, it's, I think it's fantastic. It's I, really well, you guys talked to the, uh, Stevie, you guys talked to the, was it one of the developers or the people that did the music? Uh, Miguel, and then we talked to DJ Finish, and the guy who did the music. Nice, nice. 
So yeah, hmm. this, I don't know. I did not like the platform. Like I like the the aesthetic and the and the overall like atmosphere of the game. Yeah, like, that that was nifty and cool. And like generally, everybody kind of just abuses the whole fucking pixel look just because they feel like it's it's like the pixel looks slightly trendy, especially amongst indie developers. And, you know, it's really weird because when, like, they try to go for it for a visual design, I don't know. I can never tell if it's just because, like, it's it's a visual d- decision that they're making or if it's a pragmatic one. We're like, oh, it's easy to do this. Like, we can, like, we're just doing this for the sake of expediency. I, I think if they bleed pixels, it doesn't really come off that way because the... The pixels in it, the artwork is very, very detailed. Yeah, no, I'm not saying, yeah, it, like, I just feel like, hmm, I don't know. As far as a platformer, it's it's nifty. It's good, but best platformer of the game of the year? Pfft, nope. Uh-uh. I, I, I gotta admit, this one is between Fez and Spelunky, because Spelunky still does a lot of shit in platformer game that hasn't been done before. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick by Fez. I don't know, and then Andrew's got Spelunky. What do you? Yeah. And then Sarah's got Mighty Switch Force. What do you got, Stevie? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Fez. There you go. Bam! It's up to you, James. Uh, uh, he's uh, like any of these James. Uh, <laughs> I the only <laughs> I've played. Can you throw a dart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pick Fez. What? Oh, shit. Be- because well, this I played a demo one? of it. I played a demo of it, and it did and. And the the shit with Fez, the same shit happened with Fez that happened with Braid for me, where the shit I was hearing about it became too pretentious, and I didn't care, so I don't you even want to really, try it. You can't really blame a game for its, I know. you know, person I know. that made it, though. I mean, but I, keep in mind, like, Fez has got a pretty long legacy just from, like, the fucking... I mean, there's a goddamn documentary... Yeah, for, for crying out loud. And 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 this is same, good marketing. <laughs> same type of shit that spoiled fucking Braid. I didn't play it because of all the pretentious bullshit surrounding that game. Well, and Jonathan Blow kind of ruined it for you. Well, no, we could just we just stop talking about Braid because Jonathan Blow will just fucking find us on his goddamn <laughs> Google Dar and he'll yeah, just say exactly. something. I, I but, wish uh, he'd come after us. That'd be amazing. Also, he did, I think the no, music. No, Pete no, went after us. Fucking Edmund, <laughs> dumbass. Oh, I know. I got. also. You, wait, wait, um, you got some attention from... Uh, oh, dude, we beefed. He's, yeah, he got beefed from... <laughs> we we beefed for a bit. We beefed more at GDC, too. When well, I met I, it is I, Team I, Meat, isn't it? Huh? I don't know about it's this. It's Team Meat, right? Yeah, it's Team Meat. Beef with Team Meat, so yeah. we should make that a new article. Dude. Beef with Team Meat. Oh, that, see, that would work. In sort of I've it's got not bad, it's not bad. But what? The, 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 the only enjoyable platform I played all year was, was besides Origins, which doesn't count, I guess, Rayman Origins. I played Guacamelee and enjoyed the ever-loving shit out of it. That's not even out yet. It's not out yet, but I it's played really a demo good. of it, and I want it really bad. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll be good next year. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good choice next year. But, mm. yeah, I, I haven't played anything. Um, What ha- what doesn't have a pick? I'll, I'll go with, with Super Mario Bros. U because it doesn't have a pick. Fuck it, I'll, con- I'll concede the vote. I'll concede the vote because I can't. Yeah. You're yeah, insane. You're okay. I, I will I, say I, that- I, at least, I at least say that Fez is doing something different, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Right, I will say this: that you also reserve the right to abstain. Sarah's already taken his right, so um, you might want to say that for later, though. It might get a little tense. <laughs> no, I'm new. He did it with the shooters because I don't think Sarah really played any of the shooters on the most enjoyable shooter list, other than uh, mm-hmm. no, he Kid voted for Kid Icarus. Yeah, Kid Icarus. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I, that's why I said other than. Uh, but, other than it's still it was really enjoyable for me. It yeah, it, and it's it good. held my interest more than the other games interested me. That's for sure. 
I and you know what? And I respect that. But, but that wasn't abstaining the vote. No, no, no. Well, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, uh-huh. you can abstain it. Okay, all right. I I will shut my fucking dumb oh, mouth. Shit, and I, this is gonna <laughs> suck when I get but, the shmups. You can. Yeah, abstain. but it's good that we have an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and go to best studio of 2012. So, the nominees are three four three, Japan Studio, Way Forward, Telltale. And Arcane Studios. And I am trying to figure out what Arcane Studios did, and I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I believe they did... Uh, Dishonored. Dis- yeah, that's... Thank yep. you. That's what and, it was. And the reason why that should be of notice to you, because who the fuck knew what or who Arcane Studios was until this year? Uh, they did, like, Might and Magic. Nah, I didn't know yeah, who they were. they did Might and Magic <laughs> a couple years ago. I, I, yeah. You know what? I should know that, too. I interviewed those assholes at PAX. Oh. <laughs> Oh God! I was mostly talking with Bethesda though, but still. Did you get the Did you get the French guy from uh from Arcane? I did not actually. Oh, okay. I got the other dude. Oh. Um, okay. But uh, let's see. This I think list. He's French. Eight minutes offensive. I don't know. He's European. We'll go with that. Okay, that's well, fair. The only the only thing that Arcane Studios did was Dishonored, and meh. I mean, yeah, that's that's a it's a great. God damn you. Effort, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, no, okay. Arcane, Arcane Studios needs to be cut. There's just I'm cutting Arcane Studios. I'm sorry. Like, all right, that's good. yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so Fair. now we're left down to four. So here, here's just uh, some homework for everybody: three, four, three, Halo Four, Japan Studio, Gravity Rush, and Tokyo Jungle. Mm-hmm. Way Forward, uh, shitty Silent Hill game. Uh, <laughs> Uh, also, sure. Double Dragon Neon and Mighty Switch Force. Yeah, Mighty Switch Force for Wii U and Double Dragon Neon, and then Which was Tell- fucking awesome, by the way. It is good. Oh, it's so good. And then Telltale, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, all five episodes. So, hmm, I don't know. To be honest, this is tougher than you guys may imagine. Yeah, my my gut reaction, just looking at the list, just my gut reaction. I love The Walking Dead. I think Telltale did an amazing job of saying, you know, fuck it. Just because it's an adventure game doesn't mean it can't be relevant to everyone. And like how, many also, people, how, many, how many people are going to play this game and, and had never played an adventure game before and they're going to love it? Like, I think it's, it's, it's totally just changing people's minds about what they're going to portray as an adventure game. Like, it's just going to change the mold. And completely. Jesus Christ, dude, about fucking time, too, because I'll yeah, say this. You know yeah. what? I'm going to have to go with, um, you know what? All right. I think it's going to be a See, little but, easier. But, no, but, reaction, but, then, just... but, then, but then I look at it, I'm thinking Japan Studio, damn, like they put out some great shit this Dude, year. Dude, yeah, they always, but here's the thing. That's okay. I'm honestly stuck between Telltale and Japan Studio because here's the thing. Japan There's Studio, <laughs> Japan Studio, just, I feel like they encompass like just this charm of video games. They like, they like what they make, they blatantly make as games. They don't make experiences. It's a game. But, mm. th- like, the, the attention that they make into fucking trying to make it a fun and different game, like, they're, like, dude, the personality of all of their games that they try to infuse, I, I, that's what I love the most. Like, Japan Studio does go out of its way to be fucking weird, but I don't yeah. feel like it goes out of its way to be weird for the sake of being weird. It just, it's really good at being weird. And all, I, I agree. Dude, so, like, they're, like, <laughs> They, they're honestly like, I don't think you guys have any idea how much I love Tokyo Jungle. Like the fact mm-hmm. that Tokyo Jungle has remote play now and like the fact that like the Vita is getting the most love for me 
because of Japan Studio. Like, that's a big ordeal, especially for this fucking fledgling little console that we all try to justify owning. So Wait, go back for a sec. It, remote play? Yeah, there's remote play now. So you can now play Tokyo Jungle if you, like, basically just in, uh, initiate the remote play function on your PS3, and you can get Tokyo Jungle on the Vita and continue your game. Uh, it's transpiring. Yeah, I know! Uh, so good. God damn it. So good. But God damn it, that's good. I wish one thing was... you forget about Telltale... They prove that episodic gaming can work, yeah. can actually make a game better in some instances, and can be profitable. I, I will and have to honestly Valve has that. Been trying, Valve has been trying yeah. to do that. <laughs> and they just stopped it, two episodes yeah. in, they're like, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. But Telltale uh, proved it, because people were like, okay, they ended the first episode, and then you have to wait for the second episode. You're like, oh, waiting on yeah. pins and needles to figure out what the fuck happens. Yeah. Telltale, they have, Telltale, in my mind, has to take this. Oh, 343... Did the impossible and actually made a good Halo game when people didn't think they could make shit. Yeah, they didn't and, give them any chance in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but Telltale went above and beyond. This I, year. I will have to say this, okay, because me and T- Andrew especially have talked about this to a, a certain degree. Telltale has like dedicated, like especially within a, a a fucking unwaveringly like wild genre like that adventure games were. Like Telltale has been strong to deliver and keep at it because like that they they're pat they're not doing it for the sake of profit not at all it's just it's their niche that they found and they they found like a passion to do so and like dude there's been a lot of hit and misses like back to the future that's my favorite fucking movie trilogy of all time that that was an okay point and click it was okay i need a jurassic park a jurassic park was not okay the fact they bounced back from that piece of shit is that's a good point that that was that was a game they did before this that's a good point and then, and like, even some... then, Sam and Max and... Sam and Max is really good, and that's one of the Strong very bad. first really good examples of uh, episodic gaming, because I, I think... I just feel like the fact that they, they found something, like, they, like, I feel like you can, honestly, like, within, even then with the episodic gaming, uh, I'm sorry, the episodic uh, installments of Walking Dead, you can see them experiment with certain things uh, throughout the game, and you got to see like what didn't work and then how it did just didn't show up again later in the game. I feel like they, they've really found a way to refine themselves and the fact that they've kept at it and the fact that there, there's a fan base that they specifically cater to and yet they've tried to openly go outside of that fan base and cater to everyone. I'm going to have to go with Telltale, man. Telltale is, uh, my, my vote. I'm going to go with that. I'm stuck between Telltale and Japan Studio, but I I, 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 was. I, 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 I do agree with what James is saying. I, I feel like, you know, for them to damn right you do. You're, you're right. I mean, you, they they prove that episodic gaming can work, and that they're gonna bring people into gaming that had never played that style of game before. I mean, how many people are fans of the comic book or the TV show? They're gonna see this and be, like, wow, what's going on? And for my money, I think the game is a better storytelling. You know, maybe a mechanic or just a way of distributing a story than the comic or the show is. I I honestly feel I feel it tells an amazing story and I feel like it does better uh, choices and better like, you know, like like how your things will impact the story. I think it does better than than Mass Effect. There is an aspect. There's there's such a good payoff. There's an aspect of Walking Dead, though, that was just recently ruined for me. And what I mean is uh, I've, I've beaten the whole thing. But I've been kind of getting a Walking Dead fix lately, so I've been reading yeah. my comics, and there's an aspect that I didn't even fucking correlate, and it's into the it's game. Kinda, yeah, that's from the game. Yeah. And it, do you know what I'm talking about? 
I, I do in a way, and we won't spoil it. But yeah, like when I when I tell people that the game correlates into the show and the comic, like it does in ways that you wouldn't even expect. Well, it doesn't correlate into the show at all. It's all just uh, comic. Well, there I mean, is, there is there is a small part of it, yeah, but th- that's tiny. from the comic too. Yeah, exactly. And I'm talking about like it's pure comic. There's a particular character that I felt, I I felt that I I like responded with, and like I felt I had left a fate. And to only discover something, oh, fuck, like, I really wish I could talk about it, but, like... Just wait, we'll do a games club at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> dude, because, yeah, I want to spill yeah. that, and I want to say, like, I kind of feel like, and I kind of feel like that ruined, like, a part of it for me, and it, like, and made me, like, it, but the fact that I had an emotional attachment to, like, the fact that I lost some of the weight of my decision, and it pissed me off, and I started mm-hmm. screaming at the game, that, that does speak volumes of its quality yet yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll do Telltale just because I love Japan Studio and I think they have a bright future ahead of them. But like this Telltale, they just they they blazed trails that I don't think any other studio could have done this year, hands down. Japan Studio, I really wish I could vote you, but you mm-hmm. are my you are my second favorite. All right, who James. else we got? Oh, yeah, I was, I'm, we're waiting on James, Sarah, and uh, Stevie. It's Telltale. I'm I'm fucking king of the debate club, bitches. I just convinced you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. But yeah, you did a good job. That was a yeah, bad that was okay. good. All right, what about you, Sarah? I'm sticking with Way Forward. I don't know. To me, they're the purveyors of uh, a sort of form of gameplay. Like, yeah, Telltale can do the the point and click RPG or point and click adventure, but I prefer more direct control. So side scrolling, fantastic 2D animation. That's where it's at for me. None of this pre-rendered or 3D stuff. Double Dragon Hand was still pretty fucking good. It was. It, good. I, I, I think Way Forward, just their body of work, just it's it's mostly portable though, right? Not uh, no, they do a lot of Not necessarily, like, but... Like, I, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this, like their work with a boy and his blob, like that, that shit was so adorably cute. Oh, they did that the Wii game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. The, the fact that, like, I played something with a hug button, I will never forget. This <laughs> is my true. life. I don't like, know. I, I like, like I said, like, and it's, it's a shame that it doesn't appear in any of our nominations here, but dude, Double Dragon Neon brought me back to a time that just makes me feel really warm and fuzzy inside. It, it, it was a good game. I just feel like. A Bobo found... still gets tripped up on the fucking conveyor belt, dude. He still gets tripped <laughs> up on the fucking conveyor belt. Jesus. Uh, you know what? If we ever do another like uh, movie commentary again, I want to do Double Dragon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Is so either yes. that or Mortal Kombat? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat or so Double bad. Dragon. Mortal Kombat's good though. It is, but it'd be fun. Oh, it's still good. Just... It's 2012 good though. We'll, no. we'll, we'll fucking write it. Just... It really oh, is fuck it. Double Dragons on the next level of fucking ridiculous <laughs> shit. It's true. I love. I love the bit. Street Fighter movie. There's like a there's like a gang and they all have jackets and but they're all like they have graffiti on them so they stand perfectly in this one spot where the graffiti blends in but if they were anywhere else it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. They all made one big graffiti tag. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. God damn it, Tom! You're in the wrong spot. Move Go over there. And, there, and it's, it stars two actors who don't know a damn bit of karate, but they do karate anyway. Hi, Patrick. Oh, and. Kurt Russell. I I don't know why, but every time I think Kurt Russell's in it, I'm like, no, dude, that's Little China, Big Problem, or Big Problem, Little China. Big, big Trouble in Little China. That there is a go. good movie, though. That that's, is a good that's movie. a fucking good movie, too. It's got half the cast of Mortal Kombat in it before Mortal Kombat came out. 
Mm. Yeah, that's how I think it was advertised. Big, uh, big trouble in Little China from the future cast of More Combat. Let's just make that. <laughs> let's make that a selection next year. There you go. Mm. Uh, best publisher of 2012. We've got Ubisoft, Sega, Atlas, Exceed, and Activision slash Blizzard. Uh, hmm. I'm I know gonna... the hate. I know the people that hate Activision Blizzard want to get it out right away, so we might as well just go ahead and do it. No, I don't hate <laughs> Activision, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I can't get Skylanders out of my brain. So mm. there's that, and like, I I do kind of respect... Sega though, huh? Sega. Hey, uh, Sega been making a lot of mistakes this year. Yeah, all right. But they made, well, but cut... they made Sega Racers. <laughs> Sega Racers is good. Case, case oh, okay. Is good. Awesome. Yeah, okay, it's that's awesome. cool and all, but uh, they're, they're also responsible for uh, a lot of, quote, copyright uh, violations because people have videos of Shining Force 3. Oh, yeah, but that, that's, that's tech. When, when they're trying... When that's they're tum- yeah, some random guy that's and that's Sega. No, it's not. It's it? Sega. It's it Sega. No, it no, is no, Sega. They found out it was an they're, X- they're trying to bring out a new. They're, they're trying to. They're trying to bring out a new Shining game, and they don't want to take any uh, attention away from it because no, the Shining it is, series is, like, is almost dead anyway. Search when you search for the Shining game, that doesn't yeah. pop up at the top results. It's the all the let's plays of people doing older Shining games. That's honestly yeah. why Sega did it, and I don't know. But hey, but hold on, Stevie does does write for a Sega focused site as well. So I'm willing to hear him out. You're saying that it's been proven that it's a dude now, just like one dude working on his own accord. Well, what happened was was they contact. Uh, I think it was Total Biscuit or one of the big YouTube guys contacted Sega, and Sega said that uh, they didn't take down the videos. They saw no reason to take down the videos, and then they found out that they it was emailed. just one PR dude working on his fucking lonesome. I've no idea, but apparently it's an ex-Sega employee who still has the Sega email who apparently was filing in the complaints into YouTube. So Jeez. apparently it has nothing to actually do with Sega, so I'll give them some credit there because, I mean, really, Sega weren't really bothered about Shining Force 3. It's like a year old, years and years and years and old games. Like, I think... And even uh, then, it, it, for a PSP game... Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like I so think they're not going to come after me if I do a bullet heaven on like Panzergun too. No. Oh no, 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 definitely not. No, I, I think they only give, they only take down. Well, in the email they sent, they said they only take down uh, copyrighted content if you're like criticizing Sega's business practices whilst footage from the game plays by. You know, it's just stuff like that. But for a simple let's play, they don't do anything. Well. We'll we'll leave that up for debate later, but yeah, <laughs> other than binary domain, uh, which is sad because like no one's played it and it's really good. What yeah, it's really good. Um, I'm I'm down to cut Sega out of the list. Yeah, I don't have any. That's yeah, and I mean I. Uh, as you said, I'm from Sega Addicts, and even I have to admit this year, Sega hasn't been the best publisher. But so. didn't they finally yeah. release Sonic Episode 2? Uh, yeah. Sure. Sonic yeah. War Episode 2, that, I, that was good. Proven okay. that episodic gaming, maybe not their strongest. <laughs> maybe not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, the, but you know what? To be fair, though, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2 was good. I liked it. Um, it was better than the first one, which was abysmal. Oh, yeah, the first... Dude. That's I can really say an offensive analogy, but come on, that's 
Oh, well, I mean, like... they did also bring back a lot of awesome uh, Dreamcast and Saturn classics as well. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, they kind of really embellished that. I was a bit like they they went overboard with the re-releases. I didn't care for that. Uh, yeah, I... but every like Nights into Dreams, they also re-release Sonic the Fighters. I mean, who the fuck <laughs> wanted to replay Sonic the Fighters? Sonic the Fighters isn't that bad. Virtual Fighter, no, Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown. Fucking one of the best 3D fighting games you will ever play in your existence. So, Sega had some hits. Uh, just sadly, too many misses. Um, but, you know, they're like, Aikido Studios fucking Hell Yeah. I really liked Hell Yeah. I really enjoyed that game. And, uh, you know, going yeah, back. Yeah, they're doing something with Double Fine next year. And they've got a lot of uh, iOS games out. So, they're doing some work with smaller companies. Yeah, but this year... I think they, they, I, I will give them credit that they tried to, uh, go after a, a certain a, objective, and I don't think they followed through with the same kind of execution they anticipated to follow through with. I'm gonna be completely honest, dude. Atlas released one game. No, I take that back. Atlas published, like, four games f- that I'm aware of. A few games, yeah. Yeah, like, Code of Princess, which, eh. Game yeah. of Thrones. Persona 4 Arena which wasn't too bad but it left a lot to be desired and then it just made me want to play Persona 4 more yeah and then Persona 4 Golden so like really Atlas just had Persona Uh, they're definitely they're not ones to get my vote either I mean what are the bravest they are I don't know I feel like Xseed's pretty brave uh, yeah, I think so. Last story was a pretty big gamble, and actually, it paid off. They're making new uh, a new. They're doing reprints, yeah. Like last story actually fucking sold gangbusters, which is funny to hear from XC. But even then, like they've been the strongest supporters for one of the strongest supporters for the Vita. It's like, funny to hear for a Wii true, game. Yeah. Wait, yeah, for... right? Yeah, is that a Wii a Wii game is getting reprints? Yeah. Yeah. That is strange, but like, it, and I love that. Like on the reprints, it'll say hey, it'll totally play on your Wii U. You gotta fuck put that shit. I just man, that, that pisses me off so much. But I, I got over it. I just put a 32 gig fucking card in my Wii U, and I'm like, all right, so now it's the Wii all over again. But um, that's just so fucking stupid. Ugh. Uh, it does make my Wii games look fucking so much better though i was surprised like i don't i haven't played like wii games that do have like dead rising the dead rising wii game i threw it in not to play just to test it out to see if the jaggies were there jaggies were not there they smoothed it over it's good Hmm. yeah so so i don't know i will say it but the fucking everything else that emulates goddamn but uh that's neither here or there um so terms of list I, i i kind of agree i'm okay with sega not being on list i'm I'm actually okay with Atlas not being on the list. I just, yeah, you know, Persona's good, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel I, like that's it. Like that's all they've really it, yeah. contributed, which is amazing. But you know, I, I'm, I'm glad they're branching out. Of, uh, yeah, I'm glad they're branching out and doing more than just. Well, now, now Atlas also did King of Fires 13. That's, that's true, really yeah. weird. That's really but, weird. But, that they did too. but that's the thing, though. I'm glad they're kind of branching out and doing different things that aren't niche RPGs, but. At the same time, they've had their hits and misses. I was really surprised that they published the Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, that, that, was that, that, that was a stretch. Uh, I hope they weren't but just I mean, capitalizing on a good franchise, a good like property. That's know? probably what it was. Like, yeah. I doubt they really thought the game was too hot, but since Game of Thrones is like really popular right now, then they want to jump on it. 
from what I hear, it sounds like the actual uh, gameplay is good. It's just graphically, it looks terrible. It looks like a PS2 game. It, it, well, you've heard wrong. Boring. They're both bad. They're both is bad. It, uh, I, I reviewed the stupid game. For the I site. remember you hating it. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It, I saw it, the box art, and the box art is is just the chair. Check it yeah, out. Sure. But, you know, I thought That's that the... I, I like a minimalistic approach to something like that. That that, that seems lazy, though. It's actually like... just a chair simulator. I'm kind of getting pissed off with this like box art uproar. Like I fucking loved the Bioshock Infinite box oh, art. Oh, don't even was... get me started on that oh, dumb Bioshock Christ, box art go. bullshit. That was so stupid. Uh, moving so on. Stupid. Yeah, please. All right, I'm gonna have to vote. Even though I, I I've been a very vocal about my distaste towards Assassin's Creed Three. All the different things that they've done, and including the fact that they they've incorporated so much support with uh the Wii U, they're they're doing U play. They're even trying to fuck off their DRM for a second, and they're branching out. Like they're they're essentially trying to be the end all be all publisher. They're they're they aren't like sticking to one thing. They're really trying to do as much as they can and do what they do best. My vote's got to go with Ubisoft. Especially like with what I played with Zombie U, and I'm reviewing it right now. I'm enjoying it. Uh, what I checked out alone was Far Cry 3, which I was really surprised. I'm yeah, pretty sure good. that's the sole reason why Assassin's Creed 3 is kind of shitty. I feel like if Montreal, <laughs> if Ubisoft Montreal was just like, eh, and they were looking at their hands, like I don't know. I I just I don't think that that studio has proven that they can multitask very well. Like I think they should really kick off not doing annual shit. Like that, that would totally benefit them. But overall, just like what they're doing and like what, I don't know, Ubisoft out of that list is the most appealing. Activision's done some cool shit here and there, but in the scope of things, Ubisoft gets my pick. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn between Activ- Activision, Blizzard, and Ubisoft because Ubisoft, it feels like they kind of took a step back with Assassin's Creed. Like, it, I'm sure people bought it, but it seems like critically, it, you know, didn't do as much as people thought it would. And then after that all thing happened, they all of a sudden came out with Far Cry 3, which is like getting amazing critical success. Like what, like the second best rated game this year. Yeah, well, you know, that's I, because I, I'm telling you, they can't, they can't multitask. They apparently <laughs> like, can't. They apparently can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, mm, it's Assassin's Creed 3. It's the fifth fucking game that's it's going to mm-hmm. sell. Like, let's 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 go experiment with some different stuff here. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 man, because the only thing I can say about Activision Blizzard that, you know, they just made really good games. Like, Blizzard put out Diablo and WoW expansion. Uh, Activision, of course, did COD and I'm sure just a fuck ton of other stuff. But they also did the Family Guy game, so I'm probably going to say no to those guys. Just for that one game alone. Wait, <laughs> like Ubisoft that... Publ- oh, oh, no, no, yeah, no, no Activision. Activision. Yeah, that so, game... so, so, so fuck that. Yeah, that game was awful. Back to the multiverse. I was just like, I was checking it out. Yeah. I'm like, I nope. I don't even want to review this. I they because we got a review copy and well, we got offered to review it. I'm like, nope, no. I'm gonna save you guys the time and our time. No. So, uh, I'm yeah, I'm Ubisoft. Anybody else want to inch in on that? Well, yeah, uh, Ubisoft found me. With with Xseed in specific, like didn't they uh, did, didn't they uh, have a bunch of RPGs released this year on the PSP? Yeah, they do the Ease games. Yeah, they did all the Ease games. Like uh, even on Steam, there as well. They did Ease Origins, which was fantastic, and uh, 
They had like I think it's I think they released Gun Gungnir, didn't they on the PSP this year? Uh they did do Gungnir, but Gungnir is yeah, okay, so the, the well the the Department Heaven games, right? They're yeah. they're down on that, so that's awesome. I think sadly people are just like, Man. oh wow, there's still PSP games coming out. Yeah, <laughs> more like uh, I think Xseed even brought out a, a Ragnarok game like literally a couple of weeks ago on the PSP. And yeah, just, uh, Matt right? reviewed it for the site. Is that the same wow. one that's on the Vita? Because that thing is junk. He really liked it. He gave it a good review. So he straight up said like, know. if you don't have Monster Hunter, this is the next best thing. And Between- I. I between Exceed and Ubisoft, it's kind of difficult for me. Like, I'm not going to go with Activision, and Atlas has been lackluster. And you're right, Sega's kind of been dodgy. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to go with Ubisoft. I really enjoy their uh, their support for new and uh, fledgling systems, I guess you could say. Uh, the Vita has gotten quite a bit of support from Ubisoft uh, in the form, I guess, of, uh, I think, Rayman Origins came out this year. Yes, for, for Vita, yeah. yeah. Which was fairly decent. And I then they it. did do Liberations, even though that also yeah, to be debated. Yeah, yeah, no. Where I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I feel yeah. like they're they're the thing with them is they're they're putting their hands into so many pots, but that they're coming up a lot cleaner than 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 I predicted them to be, and they're and they're doing pretty well, and they're only putting their hands into more pots, and especially with like the UPlay app and like the feedback that they've been doing with like Zombie U. Yeah. And and then Far Cry and other stuff like they got and then like they have Watch Dogs underway. They're like the, these guys, like they are not resting on their laurels. They have more and more to do. I just kind of like that's the funny thing too. I just feel like they totally banged out Assassin's Creed Three. I'm like, all right, we are done. <laughs> like this is done. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So uh, Stevie, Stevie, have anything to say? Uh, I just probably that I would personally go for Exceed just because I do think they're one of the more mm. braver companies. It was probably a toss between Exceed and Atlas, but I just think the little extras that Exceed often put in with their collector's editions and stuff like that also make yeah them a worthwhile. That's a good uh, candidate. A good point too. Yeah, Exceed. they 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 always try to do right by the fans. At least you can definitely admit that. Yeah. I, I yeah. do understand that, but I, as far as a publisher in like, it, like, I want a publisher to continue doing things, but I want a publisher to get better, and I feel like Ubisoft has proven can, that they're a contender. Cause who, can, can who we, honestly gave a shit about Ubisoft years ago? Yeah, but, but honestly, can we just do this with a, with a, like, a little attachment or a little side note to it? Sure. U- U- Ubisoft wins only if we see Beyond Good and Evil 2 next year. There we go. Alright, oh, there's you know, the condition. Uh, if we don't see it next thing. year, we would take it back. <laughs> That's the thing with that game is they will they will use that as a carrot, sir, to get you to buy anything. <laughs> yes, they will. Do you want to, Do you want uh, be on Good and Evil Two? Or you better? Hey, Raymond Origin sells well. Yep, you better. You better be Rayman good. Legends, man, that demo on the Wii U is yeah. really good. Yeah, it is. It's really good. I was really surprised. So, like I said, they they have a lot going on. I I'm confident that they have done themselves well to be. I, just good just tell them to put out more Rayman games. It'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. All right, next category. Next category is most anticipated of uh, ah, most anticipated game of 2013 that just needs to come out already. We ah, this one's gonna be really fucking hard. Um, Bioshock Infinite, Nino Kuni, The Last of Us, Tomb Raider, Runner Two. This isn't hard. 
I don't even know what the fuck Runner 2 is. I can scratch that. Bitrip Runner said to do his Bitrip game. For fuck's sake, all of my choices suck. (laughs) No. James just doesn't play games. I just don't play games. (laughs) No, Runner Uh, 2 is actually really good. That's what I'm saying. It's like this list is hard. Have you played it? Uh, Yeah, me and Sarah got to play it at PAX. Oh, oh, I'm guessing it's really good. This motherfucker's got an early build of it. He's probably still playing it. Oh, you bastard. Damn you. I'm probably on man out on this list. Alright. I, you know what? I, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Last of Us. It was really hard because I really want Tomb Raider to come out more. I feel like, cause like, I, I feel like I know what I want. I, I have expectations and I, and I also have expectations of surprise, but I feel like Tomb Raider's probably gonna hit me harder. I don't know what it is. Bioshock Infinite. I have clear-cut expectations of what I'm going to expect with that game. I, I, I don't like. I'm excited for it, but I don't know. It does not hold the same. Uh, it does not help hold the same gravity it did with me, like Mm-mm. during its initial. Like I feel like it's just been in development too long. I'm gonna throw you downstairs. I swear to God. <sighs> I'm just saying. I, I'm gonna have to go. Ken Levine knows what everyone wants. That's why they're taking so much time to make it right. Yeah, because now they gotta take that move implementation, make some connect implementation. Obviously, no, they and then don't. When they do that. <laughs> no, they don't. Multiplayer. Let's get multiplayer into this thing. Let's go. Then you gotta do some Wii, some Wii U gamepad implementation. Oh mm-hmm. man, I've you been want touch screen your Bioshock? Guess what? You just got it. I've been yeah. six so, months. That there's a there's a mode to where like when you do damage because like it's all hit point variated. Like it'll like do Borderlands status <laughs> and like have fucking numbers sure. fly off everywhere. And I'm just like, why? Why is that in a Bioshock game? I can't wait to pick Bioshock Infinite up in holiday of next year. Dude, I do not. I can't wait for the Xbox 720 in the launch title. It's called Bioshock Infinite because it's actually um, condicted of its uh, development time. It's just like like Duke Nukem Forever, man. Mm, Yeah, it's the curse of games that have slightly vague titles. (laughs) Yeah, Infinite Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I didn't see that until now. Damn Uh, it. I don't know. I just just hope it's not another cameo. Um, I'm going to (laughs) go... Fuck it, I'm gonna be easy. I feel like in terms of out of all the games there, I feel like The Last of Us is gonna be the bravest. I, and then Tomb Raider, Nino Kuni is, is like something beautiful, but I feel like it's a refinement on an. It'll be good, yeah. yeah it's but, gonna be good. I mean, uh, that's my game for next last, year. Last of Us, though, the thing I like about The Last of Us is we just don't really know a lot about what's gonna happen in that game. Like, they're not showing the a lot. They're not showing a lot of it, except for you that, know what they're showing a lot demo. more. They're showing a lot more of the post-apocalyptic, like fucking uh, enemies that are mm-hmm. that they do or like human variety. They are not showing like the infectious variety, which I feel like that's a lot of surprise. And then yeah, as far as like you know, a lot of the drive that that, that it's all like even like what's been shown and what's been implied so far has already been pretty gripping. So I'm I'm Last of Us. That's my vote. I think I, it was it is hard too because Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider was a uh, was really hard to I don't know. I'm just gonna stick with Last of Us before I change my mind. <laughs> uh, I'm still sticking with Bioshock. Although Last of Us is very uh, tempting. It's it's very you know it's like I, I don't know what to expect and I'm excited to try it. And really, if you know Uncharted is any indication of how that game's gonna do. I'm sure it's going to be amazingly well done. So I, I don't really have a lot of expectations because I know it's going to be a great game. But Bioshock, it's just, come on. Like, I mean, no offense to the team that did two, but, like, I need a good 
real Bioshock experience, just like the first. Like, I just need it. <laughs> like, I like I'm fiend for it. Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni is going to prove to me whether or not Japanese RPGs are viable anymore. Or if they're just dead. As, as a console, as a console experience. Oh. Mm. Because cons- I think Japanese RPGs are really good for portables because you can sit down, watch some TV, do some battles while you're watching TV and playing some, some, uh, some turn-based battles. Nino Kuni is also made by one of my favorite developers. I have liked every game they have made. Level 5 is good. Including Rogue Galaxy, Jane the Ark, uh, fucking Dragon, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest Eight. I did that. Yeah, I did yep. not know that. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Didn't um, they also do Dragon Quest Nine, and they're working on Dragon Quest Ten? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they basically well, are in control. Ten's already out. Series. Everything from everything from uh, from eight then. Yeah. Huh. So uh, and and Studio Ghibli is one of my favorite animation studios, and it looks whimsical and fun. And I I played the demo. I like the demo. Ponyo and, bitches, I love that movie. And it's Ponyo was a bit it Disney. Is, it was a little too Disney. Yeah, biggest, but it was also completely watercolor. True. Yeah, it was. It is the 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 biggest reason I bought a PS3 again. That and Last of Us, but Nino Kuni more. That's surprising. All right, all right. Uh, Stevie. Uh, uh, it's it's a coin toss for me between Runner Two and Infinite, but I'd say if I was going for a more like richer and fuller experience, like with a story included and more deeper mechanics, then I would say Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite wins. Yay! Bioshock. That was hard. That was well. The nice thing is though, there's some shit for us to look forward to. Yeah. Thank goodness. Like, not that, you know, like, we weren't, like, just a smorgasbord of games already this like, year. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of. This year I should look forward to. It's kind of the same, same. So is, is Dark Souls 2, that's 14, probably, right? No, it's, it's, it's being aimed for 13. I, I, I bet that'll be out next year. Yeah. Then yeah, fuck that. Dark Souls 2, motherfuckers. I'll punch you we're all not in the face. Fuck off. Fuck off. We are fuck not wildcarding. We came Dark to a fucking two. majority <laughs> vote. I will break this site down. <laughs> Tear it down inch by inch. Oh uh, man, it's it's gonna like probably, it's gonna have a brand new engine, so maybe everyone will hate it. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because it's trying to it's trying to like ba- basically what they're saying. We're trying to make Dark Souls more accessible and all. Like, it's like <laughs> it does fucking luck. Uh, yeah, that is that is not what people who play Dark Souls want to go. I don't know. Oh, I don't want you motherfuckers playing my game. <laughs> Video games don't. Video games don't cause violence. It's just Dark Souls. It's the only game. I want, I want the same that game. Want to go kill. That's all I care about. I don't even want a story. Wait, the I last don't even two want a story. Fuck the story. I just want to kill shit slowly. Right. Let's let's move this shit along. Best yeah. game 2012. We got Uncharted, Gold Abyss, Hot Shots Golf, uh, for the Vita, Gravity Rush, Persona 4 Golden, Zero's Escape. I don't even. I don't even want to argue with you guys. Like, I, I'm has anyone has like, anyone played Zero's Escape besides me? I played uh, a tiny bit of it, and then I had to stop because it was spoiling stuff that I was not from Nine Nine Nine. Yeah, you you do have to play Nine 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 to get play Nine Nine Nine. And like, honestly, it's great, but I feel like it's the most inaccessible one out of that list because like Nine 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 ultimately demands like so many more hours than you. Than I uh, I have just I had no yeah. idea how many. 
fucking endings and how much shit like it's good it's really good but and, and it's not so I'm I'm cool to actually vote Zero's Escape, and I don't want to, but for the sake I, I, of the list, though, I'm okay with it too. Anyone else? Uh, uh, I like Hot Shots Golf. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so that's his that's his vote. So no Zero's Escape. So Zero's Escape. Is fucking- <laughs> All right, peace. Okay. Um. Hmm. I mean, the crazy thing is, these are all fucking Vita games. They are Vita games. <laughs> God damn, they're all Vita we games. Said, I thought someone said there's nothing to play on the Vita. Look at this. It's all top. Oh, there's five games point. right there. Right, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah loves Hot Shots. I know you played Gravity I Rush. Do like, I love Hot Shots. Uh, he hot actually shot. does not like Gravity Rush. It's fucking weird. Oh, that's I right. Mean, I forgot. He, he didn't like the controls. Well, I, it's, yeah. not that, it's not that I hate it. It's like, it, it's good, but it, it should have stayed in the oven a little longer. They should have refined the, the ideas that they brought to the table. I mean, Sarah gonna pull the shit. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go with Gravity Rush. That's that's the one that's had my mo- it's grabbed me the most as a handheld. What about you, Andrew? Uh, shit. Just from okay, I I would say honestly, what would define this selection for me is the game that sold a portable system. Like, what game out of this list would make you pick up a portable system? Gravity well, Rush. I'm gonna do that. Then you know what it is, because we know people yes. that bought a Vita for everyone, one game and one game everyone only. Everyone we know that bought a Vita bought a Vita for one game and one game only. And it was Persona. And it was Persona. It was Persona. Persona. And, and yeah, honestly, in fact, that's probably the most expensive game I've played, I've bought, really. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's why you bought it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the definitive RPG experience in a portable format, and they do it better than the console version. It, it, I, I just, I, I feel like to what, do okay. that, to do something like that, because you can't, because you you can't say that Uncharted is better than the console version. You just can't. No, but it's it's pr- it's still pretty goddamn good though. It but is not, pretty good. It, yeah, but I will I, say I, this. I, I honestly just think for Persona to do something better than what the console could, even though it's only been out for you know I, I don't know five years maybe on PS2 something like that. I still think that's a crowning achievement in a portable game to do something better than the console could, and just I, I think it's a system seller. I think it's I think it's gonna make the Vita some bank. Not to mention, not to mention that it's you know it's a hundred hour experience at the very baseline of things. Mm -hmm. Not to mention people who've already played it for a hundred hours playing it again because it's just that damn good. Okay, so let me, dude, I see, and I wish I had the luxuries that you guys are talking about, but let me cut in here. I'm on my seventh hour. When is when is it going to get good for me? Because especially when the fact I'm playing it, I've been playing it alongside. Honestly, I think I've been putting a little bit too much analysis into it. Which is why I'm probably not enjoying it, but so far I feel like I, you know, I, I'm playing thing. the exact same game that I was playing on my PS2. Have what you got the kanji yet? No. Then that's then when it gets there. You good. go. Okay. Yeah. Then I will look forward to that. Until then, it is still goddamn good. So you know what? When when Andrew had to introduce that argument, and where we've got to consider what's best, and and and. Keeping in line with the context, fuck it. Yeah, Persona 4. I mean, Gravity Rush sold it, it originally sold the Vita to me, to be yeah, honest. I agree with that. That's what got me into a Vita first. Not, first yeah. Off. yeah. But that's, I can not see how Persona 4 out. is literally saving the Vita at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agreed. All right, Steve, All right. you've been awfully quiet. Do you have a Vita? I haven't uh, played any Vita games this year. I am one of the only... Best. I think. One of the only people on Earth who doesn't have a Vita. It's just such a popular console. 
took the world by storm really <laughs> the, the, the 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 million selling device so i think i i think i was honestly the only one who missed out on all the fabulous vita oh, games dude, this yeah, year but like two months before okay like i don't know if it was two months ago or a month ago like the psp fucking sold better than the vita in japan mm-hmm. yeah That's i so yeah. Yeah. they got monster hunter it's the only reason oh man well yeah once monster hunter hits like shit's shit's hitting the fan all right. It was some. It was getting some sales in Japan recently because of the uh, Hatsune Miku franchise is super popular mm. over there. It's true. So, and so, I mean, those are games that that my wife buys, right? So yeah, yeah. But so do other like millions of Japanese gamers. So or or really. or dudes like fucking uh, Ryan Fitch or Andrew Fitch from fucking Eight Four. <sighs> yeah, those dudes. So I might have said maybe an overlooked game this year handheld was Resident Evil Revelations. The Resident <sighs> Evil franchise hasn't been that good, but the more I look back on Revelations, it actually had a, you know, as much as the story was retarded and they squandered the setting a little bit, I do think that it had a, a fun gameplay at the core of it. Can't get behind that. Resident Evil has been a profound disappointment in every regard this year. Oh, 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 Resident Evil 6 completely fucking hurts. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about Operation Raccoon City. I'm oh, talking yeah. about, dude, all of it's been so bad. Like, I think Resident Evil's done. It's just a, that should be the wild card for later, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when... I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about <laughs> it, to be honest. It's Can't, really... Yeah, because 6, I mean, really. <sighs> yeah, goddamn. So... So yeah, my favorite handheld game of the year was Resident Evil 6. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on. It's because moving I held on, it in what, my what? hands and I threw it across the fucking and, and, room. And held it and then t- <laughs> took it back. So, best mobile slash tablet game of 2012. We got Super Monsters, Ate My Condo, Knights of Pen and Paper, Super Hexagon, Bad Piggies, and Hero Academy. Another really hard one. Um, funny enough, before we started recording... I may have uh, fucking drawn some influence on on some of the cast here. So I'm going to blow out right from the gate. I played all of them. It's really hard to vote any of them off. But if I'm going to prioritize, Super Hexagon has definitely got my vote. That, that has been the most enrapturing of uh, mobile or tablet games this year alone. It's it's going to be for a while. It, in, the, in the context in which it's delivered, in the fact that it's so... Like, that is the most... I, I don't know. It's really hard to phrase it because I feel like anybody can get the grasp of the game and it's whether or not the game will grab you enough to continually play it because the concept is so fucking simple and yet the drive and the difficulty that that like propels it is is fucking inane but a part of the game's charm along with just like the aesthetics and everything. I don't know. Super Hexagon. I'm all for it. Bam. Yeah, Super Hexagon was really fucking great it's just so simple and the various gameplay modes that really ramp it up and i think it's just has a lot to do with the fact that once you start the game you're really you will be shitty at it but then you can sort of feel yourself getting better at it and it's really satisfying to see your time just go up and up and up i think if we were to introduce like an argument like fucking toe so eloquently did so uh previously with the handheld I, when I think of best mobile game, I think of like the one that can easily eat up an afternoon. You didn't even know it. One that can easily kill the battery of whatever device you are playing it on because it is so engaging and it, and it does so to like within seconds because that's that's what a, a a game of this format is really 
centered at doing. And I feel like in, in all of its, I don't know, in, in all of its little dynamics, I, I, I feel like Super Hexagon wins all around. Like, that is my pick. I think I'm going to abstain from this one, only because I've only played two of the games, and one of them I haven't played a whole lot of. But I don't know. I just I, I don't think I could pick any of these because I just don't have enough time into any of them. It's sad because most of the portable games I played, like mobile and tablet games I played this year, were already out for quite some time. I just now got into them. Like, I just got a tablet. So, you know, kind of experiencing games I'd missed out on, like Infinity Blade and, you know, like a Dead Space, you know, games like that that are really good on tablet or iOS devices. Um, I like Hero Academy, but it, it's okay. It's just it's not it's I not think it's better on Steam. It probably is. And, and, you know, I mean, Robot Entertainment makes really fun games. And I think that was fun, but it's more of a social game. Like, you have to have people play against or else it just is not fun. And James won't play me with me anymore. Because so. you you buy the fucking teams, and my shitty team comes up against a motherfucking dwarf with a machine gun. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I got a bow and arrow. Pluck, machine gun, dead. Fuck yeah. you. I'm not so, playing so, this year yeah, anymore. So, so, yeah, so I when you, play when, when you don't have people to play with or against, it just doesn't, it's not that fun. All right, but so. but I, I have started playing Knights of Pen and Paper, and that man, like you want to talk about fucking game dev story with the D and D twist, like that's it in Spades. That's <sighs> that's where I'm throwing Knights my hat. Paper. I really yeah. need to check that out. You would that's like it, I, I think. If you're in the game dev story or any of those games oh. those guys have made, you'll you'll find some fun in it right away. Um, but oh, I just haven't played the same enough. Dudes? No, but the aesthetic and stuff is very much in that same vein. And it's it brings back. It's got like especially because I'm a big D and D nerd, and that mm-hmm. stuff. The fact that you can like buy a new table and it gives your guys bonus points. You can buy snacks for all your players and get and you, have a Burger, you have a Burger King crown. They'll give you bonuses on the table. Why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? And uh, it's it's just it's a fun old school RPG type thing. But you like make your own adventures and stuff. That I'm throwing my hat in for Knights of Thin and Paper. I love that game. Everyone should play it though, honestly. If you Everyone haven't yet, because I don't think a lot of people have heard about that game, honestly. So hopefully yeah. these people will hear about this and be like, because it is on iOS now, right? Yeah, it's on iOS and Android. Yeah, so it's, it's worth checking out. Hexagon, I haven't played, but apparently everyone's talking about it, so I should jump on that. Is is it good for iPad? Is it optimized for iPad? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, I might have to check it out then. It looks really nice on the iPad as well. Cool, cool. Might have to check it out. All it right. works well on the iPhone. Uh, it's only a dollar, too. So I like just that. bought it on Steam, and it flips me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. All right, Sarah, what, what you got for me, brah? It's really hard because, like, between, like, obviously Super Hexagon is interesting stuff, right? Uh, the control is a little, uh, a little touch and go, but, you know, it's something you can get over pretty easily. Uh, Bad Piggies is pretty fun, though. I really enjoyed that because of just the, uh, the multiple ways that you can get through the stages and the, the little secrets. A lot like Angry Birds, really, how there's all kinds of tiny little secrets in places. And you're like, wow, how the fuck am I going to get that? But, I mean, both of these games work really well, especially, like, if you're on the can. I can almost feel my ass getting numb as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Seal approval. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm probably going to go with Super Hexagon because, you know, if you find yourself on the can, even if not for so long, then, you know, you can get in and out of it as you need to. Super Monsters Ate My Condo is good, but it's... It's fun. It's just Monsters Ate My Condo. It's really... It's Monsters Ate My Condo with a currency system. Yeah, so I don't think they really changed much. Yeah, they changed hardly. Yeah, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But still, like I don't know, man. Like you can't. Mm. All right, you did bring up a good point, but still, not 
not best mobile game of the year. All right, Stevie, you were the deciding factor. Super Hexagon, definitely. Ah, right. See? In it to fucking win it, my friend. Best mobile slash tablet game of 2012, Super Hexagon. Terry Cavanaugh, you must be jizzing your, your fucking jeggings. So, good for you, sir. Oh, well, I thought, I thought we didn't allow jeggings. On we didn't list, allow jeggings, but that dude's just so alternative. I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine what else he would be wearing. Suspenders? I'll say he's the one acceptable, uh, wearer of <laughs> jeggings. I don't know, man. He's Terry Cavanaugh. <laughs> he gave you super hexagon. Let him fucking wear, alright, fine. You move to be jizzing commando. It's a little weird. <laughs> bit, it's a bit impolite, but kudos to you, sir. Next. Uh, category is best game released from the land with the rising sun. And the nominees are Final Fantasy 13 2, Lollipop Chainsaw, Ease Origin, Persona 4 Arena, and Asura's Wrath. Okay, I'm gonna go on record right now to say that we should maybe strike Asura's Wrath. Oh, straight oh, off no. the bat. And but really? No, no, but it's like fuck yeah, Japan. That's all. It is kind I know, of like fuck I know. yeah, Japan. And as as cool as the ideas are, and as wacky as some of the uh, some of the premises you'll find yourself in are, you got to pay for the real ending. That you know that does hold it back, but I, I really so feel like that. for a you game that yeah, yeah. The, the true ending is paid DLC. Yeah, no, Cap- but that, but can you can you really blame that on the game, or can you just blame that on Capcom? Ah, uh, Capcom. Well, okay. it's still Capcom made the game. Yeah, but it's yeah. I will say, I will say yeah. though that there's that sounds a like a Japan ass thing to do though. Yeah, it, there's a surprising <laughs> amount. <laughs> there's a surprising amount of DLC for it though. Like there's yeah. even DLC. The Ryu, where you can the Ryu fight DLC Akuma. is awesome. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot of DLC for it, but I do, I do not enjoy the fact that like literally it's a cliffhanger, and the only way to really resolve that cliffhanger because like the narrative is actually really rich in that game. Like I, I, yeah, I, 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 just, I just love how it's an anime just in game form, you know? Yes. Like how it has the fucking like commercial break right in the middle. Uh, I love yeah, and I love how it has an epilogue, uh, ca- a catch up, and like on next time. Yeah, on yeah recently. Path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it, it is Japan, but I don't know. I, I I'd be okay with striking it only if we struck out Final Fantasy thirteen too. Take it, take it away. Make I it so. Yeah. Make it so. Okay. <laughs> I like Final it, Fantasy thirteen two. So. Okay, but it's not definitely not contender for the best. All right, what about Arena? Arena seems kind of like it's sticking out to me. <sighs> Arena, it's not good, but man, like it just—it's too experimental of a fighting game. Like, and it's, it also slogs on way too long and way, way, way yeah, too much story. Yeah, no, not just that. I just the the. Like, Fucking you just talking to himself the end. Yeah. I mean if they if they had even just left it as arcade mode with no story mode, you'd get just the same amount of story out of it without having to put up with te- uh, you know, pages and pages of text. That could have just as easily been an animated scene. And like that says a lot, considering you guys are already really big fans of the fiction. I know yeah. especially Sarah. So when I'll Sarah says this if Johnny Youngbosch got paid by the hour, he is a rich motherfucking man. <laughs> <laughs> because he read a like a fucking fucking worn piece amount of fucking text. Oh, I will. You know what though? All right, you may strike me down for this, but fuck off. I even though the story is a bit much, I just can't strike that the localization in the voice acting is better in Arena than it is in. For golden or for period, because it's the same shit, isn't it? It's uh, so far again no. seven hours. 
seven hours. It's the same shit. No, it's not. Uh, I, I felt Chie that personally. Chie's voice is different. Man, nerds. Well, it's not even that. Like, <laughs> Chie's voice. That's literally a line. That's the thing. But, his catchphrase. But no, the thing is, is that at least on on my end of things, like I'm not gonna knock them on you know not having the same voice actress because it has been a bit of time. But the voice actress that did Chie in the original PS2 Persona 4 had a much better delivery. Oh uh, well, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, well, she, and she that's, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did. <laughs> she really did. She retired from voice acting, so she doesn't voice act anymore. Well, oh, I thought you said that's she was just her. tired, like you're defending. No. She was just tired. <laughs> she just she, she <laughs> doesn't want to fuck around with this Persona shit anymore. Yeah, but I mean, there's a couple of voice actors that got switched around for the uh, the newer games, but I mean, they're they're the same voice actors and actresses between Persona 4 Arena and Persona 4 Golden. Um. Yeah. I personally, okay, so my pick was honestly going to be Asura's Wrath or Ease Origin, and being as like the constable ruling that Asura's Wrath is just fucking out the window, I'm going to have to go with Ease Origin only because I feel like it marries the best traditional gameplay with the newest stuff, and uh, like I love the Ease games, but I feel like the Ease games are only on a path to get better. Mm. Lollipop Chainsaw is is it is definitely the most polished thing I've ever played from Suda. But, it's also a very Japanese ass Japanese game. Do and it's a sweet Japanese ass Japanese. Yeah, game, and but, it's fucking yeah. hilarious from beginning to end. I love that fucking yeah. game. The voice it's acting fun. in that game is really funny as well. The people mm-hmm. they got for that. I really feel like that game got a negative just just from the imagery. And granted, some of the imagery was questionable, but I really feel like that that fucking game has a, a negative stigma attached to it because of the suggestive. Nature. It's Suda Fifty One. If you take anything he does seriously, then the joke's kind of on you. That's true. That's true. But man, <laughs> that guy's it? an asshole sometimes. No, he is. He's a total. Yeah, dude. he does. He, he does the, do the thing. Dumb way things. Often. He will just make some of his games. He will make bad parts of a game to criticize oh, bad game design. Yet you're still doing it. And he, yeah, yeah, he, he makes sometimes annoys me. But I then, think he does yeah, it he'll... just to get people pissed off. Just to see when they'll say it. Like, oh, did you guys get to zombie baseball yet? Oh yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Lollipop Chainsaw is really great, and that's awesome. Then he releases that fucking pitching connect game. Oh fuck! That was him. That was not him. That was him. Same company. It was Grasshopper. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Grasshopper isn't strictly him though. That's I'm, just pr- true. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. No, Grasshopper. Sure. He he is. He supervises all Grasshopper affairs. Pretty sure Suda went. Hey, let's fucking throw flaming right, baseballs like, at zombie teddy bears. That sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah, no. Suda fifty one. Suda fifty one is essentially the Tar- Quentin Tarantino of fucking Grasshopper. He supervises. He might. Everything. He might be the Robert Rodriguez. Let's be honest. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, we'll go with Robert Rodriguez. But either way, I don't I know. Just, Pop Chainsaw is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it had a lot of really creative boss fights. I mean, the final one wasn't that good, but the ones before it, the the Harbingers, like, those fights were really creative and fun. They are really good fights, yeah. Damn it. Ease Origin is really good, but you're right. I did have... I, I, I just wish I would have played more of Ease Origin. I nearly needed Ease Origin's good. It's just Ease Origin does cater a bit, like, Essentially, if you've played like any of the PSP Ease games, you're getting that, but better. And like mm-hmm. I and I enjoy that, but I do enjoy like the fresh, the shit's fresh in Chainsaw to an extent. Like it's stupid, but there's some fresh shit. So all right, live pop Chainsaw. That's it. Final. Everybody in agreement. 
Yep. Well, I was going with East Origin myself, but we figured Sarah would. Yeah, you love some yeah, East. It's, I, yeah, love East I love me some East. Yeah, it's uh, it marries uh, like a very polished experience with a, a prologue to the whole mythos before even you know Adol was even a thing. And uh, I don't know everything. Like the music is really well done, and uh, how the boss fights are a lot like they they sometimes have bullet hell patterns to them. I really it, enjoyed it that. Did. Myself. That, that was course, a bit ridiculous, yeah. though. I was just like, I, know, I didn't want that shit in my East game. For real. <laughs> but anyway, it was, I, it was good though. I enjoyed it. It's yeah. good. It's really like, okay, dude, like the East, the East franchise is one of my favorite franchises of all time. It honestly is. However, I know what to expect with it and it's enhanced, but it's still ease. And that's what I want it to be. And I like it. But if we're going to talk about best in, in new and in, in especially like, especially considering that Jap- uh, Japanese game development is slowly drawing a, stigma for not releasing uh for for essentially sticking to the same tired tripe uh and not advancing forward within forward thinking design lollipop chainsaw especially the fact that suit has actually polished it to be more gamey in a good way i gotta i gotta give that note to him just because like even i i love no more heroes but no more heroes is fucking broken in a lot of ways too just such as just, just like fucking killer seven and um shit what's another i haven't played shadows of the dam toast swears by it you uh, need you need to play god damn it yeah i need to check that out all right but it sounds like lollipop chainsaw fucking takes home the golden zonkey for best game release from the land with the rising sun now we're getting to the biggins Mm. uh next one this is gonna be a fun one the field oh, Mako of Shame. I really wish I had like a kind of insert one into this just for fun. Just go for ahead. And giggles. Just the fact that you liked NBA baller beats. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we put that in there? Oh, that's not even a dignified name for a game. <laughs> Dude, it, it, there's a demo of it now, too. So you guys oh, can check great. it out. Go, 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 your basketball yeah, kids. It's time to I will it not. Yeah. Can we change uh, the name of this award? I, to, I the, to, that. To, to the George <laughs> Likes NBA Baller Beats Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that'll work. Uh, that Dude, works fine. Central, the basketball. Get off my back. Uh, <laughs> Jesus kind Christ. of fun. I, you know, but seriously, looking at this list. Okay, go ahead and go with the, the list of the categories. The yeah, so there, there were a lot of bad games, but again, I think there were a lot of boneheaded decisions that we all have talked upon in the industry. So I felt like this is one of those ones where it goes outside the box. So there aren't just games on this list. There are two actual events on this list or individuals that correlate with an event. So the nominees for the three-wheeled Mako of Shame, we've got Bioware's handling of Mass Effect 3, uh, Stay Dead, <sighs> Kurt Schilling, <laughs> uh, Amy, and a New Super Mario Bros. 2. Which that, yeah, it's kind of bad. So, um, I I really feel like it comes down to two things on this list. Honestly, I don't know. Is anyone else in agreement with me on this? I think so too. Only because I was the only one stuck playing those shitty fucking games. <laughs> yeah, Amy Amy was bad, but I think I think what they saw a trailer of that I was like, ooh. Yeah, Amy was really <laughs> bad. I know. It, have you, have you but know? State Dead isn't even like good bad. It's not no, even no, funny. State Dead's like bad bad. It's like 
This looks like Pit Fighter, but it's terrible. I showed it, I showed it to my wife, and she said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I'd know. I'd play Pit Fighter, dude. I'd play Pit Fighter with icy hot around my testicles before I'd fucking touch Stay Dead again. It, see, see if they'll send the, their next review copy to James. He'll play it. <laughs> he, he likes yeah. Yeah. Like shitty stuff. I do like shitty things. No, I'm, dude. They yeah, I, dumb, think, I think the publisher, and it's they're not even a real video game publisher. They're like an indie film company. Bruce. If it was Fil- a Connect game, I'd be all about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude, so many dicks that I just... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But, um, just making a bad thing even worse. Uh, Yeah, I think it really does come back down to two things. So, I don't know. I I kind of feel like I can't really come down on Kurt Schilling that hard, but I want to. I just yeah, feel like you want to. And, and the thing about him is I know he had good intentions, but the way it was handled, maybe not so much by him individually, but his company, like you like just point in case, just put simple out there. You cost people their jobs and their livelihood by your misdirection. And you... that, that, that's honestly what it comes down to. I hate to say it. And thankfully a lot of those guys are back on their feet, but you know, that game had potential and that studio had potential and I don't know what they fucked up, and I really still don't they know the specifics up the fact on that it. They made a template game for something that they really wanted to do, and they that, still but, spent the fuckload of budget money that they had on a template game. But that, but that, but, but that game, game was good. That game, game was good. <laughs> that game was a good game. It was not. And, 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 and now I, yes, I think it was. it was a good game, and I think that studio had it's, a lot of potential. I really do. That game, dude, that fucking game is more vanilla than, like, Dude, that game is more vanilla than Frozen Tapioca. It was uh, okay. That game is vanilla, but yet Uncharted: Golden Abyss is is just an antithesis of a good of a good Vita game. It is basically just a cut and paste copy of an Uncharted game. You run it, no, it's an Uncharted game. It, it does. Add, okay, it, like a lot of people complain about the fact that like, oh, you know, you gotta remind me that you're a Vita game every five minutes. But I felt like it incorporated a lot of the elements that have always been introduced into the lore of Nathan Drake. Like Nathan Drake isn't just this fucking mass murdering treasure hunting fiend. He's <laughs> actually he does possess an archaeological background, and the fact that you implement it in a tangible way, you get to actually physically interact with that in a sense in the way they implement it is done well and it, sh- it like it plays well the story is good it i don't feel like it's a uncharted game that made concessions i feel like it's an uncharted game worthy of the name uncharted what's what's so cookie cutter about yeah. kingdoms of honor though the fact that it's a shitty fable clone it's not a shitty fable clone Fable's fable a shitty is, fable clone. Fable is a shitty fable clone. sorry it's true <laughs> the train the train's pissed off about it too oh god that fucking train but I don't know, man. Like nothing about like the lore. It just like the, the what the game was trying to portray to me. Kingdoms of Amalur, like it did nothing to climb outside the box. I literally feel like if it if there was a if there is a guidebook on how to deliver like a somewhat like interesting fantasy game or fantasy universe that it didn't even do that right. It just skimmed I, a little through that I guidebook. Think, I th- you're almost selling this to people right now the way you're describing it. It's vanilla. It's the same shit we've seen you know, in years past. That's why Baldur's Gate's still such a fucking popular game. Like They've changed nothing in a decade or more. And God Christ, more than it, maybe two decades probably. And and people still want to play that game. Like For people that are fans of that genre, they want vanilla. They want the same old thing. Like They don't want it outside of the box. I don't but, know. You know but, 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 you but, like but when it comes Age down to Origins? it, I did like Dragon Age. That is the most vanilla cookie cutter. Hey, Lord of the Rings. 
That's what I, it is. It is Lord of the Rings. I think I, the characterization I, I, I gets feel... better later, though. You're, Seriously, you fine, I... introduce fine okay, points, but there later, like very, there's no characterization in King's Mom lore. I will give I... you that. There's... Nerds, nerds, can we stop for a second? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. I, 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 I really feel like we're talking about the wrong thing, though. Like it's, yeah, it's not are. about the game. It's about the company. It's about the men behind it. But you know, going back onto the list, Bioware. The thing about that is I can't really hate those guys too much. They did pretty much what anyone no. else would have done. They they just they 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 succumbed to the to the pressure. They caved in. People no. wanted the ending changed and no. fixed, and so actually, they did it. Actually, no. I'm, I I can't hate them because if you I don't think you played Leviathan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I did. That 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 piece of DLC is integral to the story of the game, and it needed to be in the game. You it, cannot it, play that after the climax of the game. Mm-hmm. Also for the fact this is one of the seminal series in this generation and they fuck up the storytelling in Yeah. There. That's true. I mean they they could have they could have done it so many different ways, you know, and they didn't. But I really feel like they should have just stuck to their guns and said this is the way we want it to end. This is what you're going to experience and, it. And that's another but, thing but, but, too. but then again, but then again you can't do that with a game that includes a lot of player choice. I understand that. Well, but, it's to keep in mind too. Like, I don't know that that those extended endings. They're just I. I can't believe people like them. They're just not that. That alone, it was just like let's fix a sloppy like conclusion with an even sloppier conclusion that's more of an info dump. Like, there's no the pat. Like, okay, there's an integral point that you made a long time ago. When we've talked about this, Andrew, and like that moment before you launch against the Reaper when you talk to literally every oh, single it's, person. It's you, the best thing. Yeah, it's, it's the, the best. best. And like. You can tell they they establish a lot there. I feel like from that point, like Bioshock kind of rested on their laurels and were like, we already got this game halfway, di- like, or we already got this game pretty much done. Like, it's it's we know it's gonna sell. This was definitely an example of them resting on their laurels in every capacity. I I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that Mass Effect Three got EA to death. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I'm kind of afraid, like, for what what we're gonna expect from Dead Space Three, to be mm. honest. Dead Space Three game. Looks... I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mm. Gears of War Four. I think is probably what they're trying to get that out as. <sighs> I don't right, want true. that. I don't Sadly want true. that. Now, Sarah, Sarah, you're always pretty upset about stuff. What do you think about these? <laughs> <laughs> you say that. Um, I don't know. I don't feel so slighted by all that. Uh, I feel most slighted about Super Mario Brothers Two, or New Super Mario Brothers Two. Yeah, because to me, I think like in in light of Bioware's handling and the whole Kingdoms uh, of Animal thing and these two shitty games, I think the fact that <laughs> Nintendo had the audacity to slap us with something completely, well, yeah, exactly the same as what we've already experienced at least once on the Wii and also on the DS, and you know, down to the music, even the, the music is identical. Yeah, it's it's literally identical. everything. It's it's exactly the same fucking thing. And then they add, like, oh, a bunch of coins, but they don't explain why all these fucking coins are everywhere to begin with, you know? That there, just there's that. no rhyme or reason to anything to this game. It was literally not needed. And they released it because they knew that it was going to print money. As soon as New Super Mario Brothers is on something, it prints money. Dude, when he make... <laughs> And Shit. I don't even, I don't even like mind. That, that's a pretty good point. There's not even, like, like I don't even mind the... for anything in that game. Like, it's just collect and, coins because. Yeah. And then, then on top of it all, they, they charge for additional levels. 
And the levels are Ooh. actually just remastered fucking versions of older levels. <laughs> they are none of them are even everything, original right now. Everything none of, of them. everything about this game is the most massive and blatant, unabashed cash grab I've ever seen. That makes a good point. Yeah. It, it's a good point. You know what? I I will say though that I feel like Nintendo can make it up to me. I don't think Bioware can like really make that up ever, but I won't mm. let it take away from like I'm, what I do I'll, enjoy. I'll still be excited about Mass Effect Four <sighs> or whatever they call it. I, might. I I I will be, but it's just they they drop the ball on something that could have been an epic. I mean, it's still something that's going to be a legendary game series for this generation, but it's. Yeah. The ending just, eh, just drop the ball. The ending so bad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I, let the ending ruin the game, but it's still, it's egregious. It's incredibly well, egregious. There's other things about the game that that bother me. The, we, we, the, me and you, yeah, we we kind of hashed it out. Essentially, like all all the personality and like the dynamics of the consequences in like scenarios are literally paraphrased. No matter what you do in three, and do not significantly change. Not in the same manner which they do with two in regards to, say, for example, A, the suicide mission, or B, like, just certain certain points in which you can actually lose uh, characters or individuals or uh, consequences that will affect you into three. So, yeah, three, goddamn. Um, I mean, there's some stellar moments in that game. The Tachanka mission and with the, the part with Morden is probably the high point in that game for me. I really do love that point in the game, uh, but like, and then there's just the fact that you know you go on these missions and just oh, the guy you know, you know that guy, he happens to be here. Yeah. On every mission. Yeah, and then if he's if that guy died, there was another guy that you knew that there was appropriate to be in that mission. So I'm I don't know I'm gonna honestly, you know what? Fuck, this is really hard. Um. I know you Resident Evil Six guys. I mean, I know it's not on the list, can, but can, can, I mean, can we, we wildcard wild card that? I will wildcard that. I, I'll wildcard and vote on that because honestly, Bioware. I don't want to hate him. I, I do, but I don't. Kurt Schilling. I don't think I should say I'm shameful of him personally, but at the situation, the, the whole the whole debacle, I'm upset about. But I think we all could agree <laughs> we're upset about Resident Evil. Can we just wildcard yeah. Capcom? With Asura's Wrath and Resident Evil? No, because then they gave, they just gave a Street Fighter X cap. I know. Well, that, it's, it, that, that, it's too, that it's too easy to hate on Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't... Technically, that wasn't them. I, that, but that was them with their I, consent. I still got some holdover hate from Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom nine months later. Man, come on. That's not that bad. That's that, not that, that bad. That they would they, they have released all that DLC separately when it cost you more money. Or, uh, uh, let, let me rephrase that. cost me more money because I would have bought them all. Yeah. So I can't hate on that. I mean, I if we want to talk about like money grubbing cash grabs, I mean, Nintendo, fine, New Super Mario Brothers, whatever. At least it's a competent game. Resident Evil Six, it's, it's not even a fucking competent. <laughs> it's not. Like, I mean, it's, and it, dude, it, so it's, a, it's a big budget nightmare too. Like, it, it's not. It's the yeah. fact that you see the production value put into it, and it's just still so bad. I want a wild card Resident Evil Six. I wild card Resident Evil Six. I wild card the fuck out of that. I'm happy to get DMC some somebody else. Did Operation Raccoon City also come out this year? Yes, yeah. and it's also okay. Bad. Then let's just lump Resident Evil. I'm totally down. Yeah, dude, that's what I yeah. initially thought. Yeah. I, Resident I, I, Evil straight I, I, up. I think Revelations is actually an alright game. 
Ah, no, I played it. It's terrible. It's not good. <laughs> I think it's all right. I played a little and bit. And I, I don't know. The whole premise behind Operation Raccoon City gets under my skin because we had three Resident fucking Resident Evil games this year. Yep, Resident and they're Evil. all bad. They're all bad. And they're all bad. Resident Evil Two is my favorite Resident Evil game. Period. And they fucked it up so bad with Ra- Raccoon City. They destroyed yeah. it for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I am, I'm, I'm cool with. Uh, I'm cool with wild carding Resident Evil. Surprise yeah. award! There you go. Yeah. That was, nobody wanted to win this award. Alright, we've come down to the big end three. But Stevie Stevie is a prognator of our sister podcast, Indie Drome, co-hosted with Shithole Matt. So <laughs> with, uh, with uh, <laughs> a terrible, terrible person, Matt. Yeah, Matt J. Doesn't even know what an indie game is. No, I I I love it when he tries to justify like Exceed being indie. Exceed's not fucking indie, asshole. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no, they're not. They're niche. There's a difference between indie and niche. Rock um, and Android is more indie. Yeah, Rock and Android is hella indie. Okay, right. I've got the nominations here. All right. Okay, so Indie Jones Indie Game of the Year could be They Bleed Pixels. Endless Space, Journey, Hotline Miami, and Snapshot. I'm gonna, if I, I'm gonna stop in right now and just say between all of those from what I played, I wish I played Hotline Miami. I feel like shit actually that I did not play that. Best, that's I'm just putting my cards on the table. Hotline Miami, best one. I I don't know. I really got enraptured with Journey. Journey. Is- is really good. Is Snapshot like Pokemon Snap? Because I'll be no, no, shit. it's not. It's, well, then fuck it, that game. <laughs> it, it it is good. I don't <laughs> think I'd give it the game of the year for indie games, but it was good. It's it's very warm and fuzzy and just all kinds of nice rainbows and butterflies. No, it really makes you feel good about yourself. But it's it's not a like... it's a fun game. It's a fun like it, I think it takes like aesthetically what you like about little little big plant and games like that, but it has cool mechanics, cool puzzle mechanics. But I like it. Kind of, it kind of gets old quickly, though. To mm, be honest, repetitive. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. You get in some of the later levels, it gets kind of interesting. But mm, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind crossing it off just for the sake of picking something on the list. All right. Well, I'm I'm Journey. Stevie's got Hotline Miami. What do you got, Andrew? Uh, fuck. I'm torn between those two. Like, cause Journey. I remember even when I first played in the beta, just the whole concept of a game that like has you commute like. You're you're cooperatively working with someone else to a common goal without speaking or writing or doing anything. It's all based on the game itself, like what's happening in the game, what you're doing with your character, like that. That seems totally amazing and like aesthetically, it's amazing. I mean, the music was so good it won an Oscar, you know, like or no, it got nominated for an Oscar. I'm sorry, hasn't won the Oscar, but it got nominated for an Oscar. The music was so good, like that. If you want to see how indie games can actually be incorporated and, and put into the mainstream like something like that does it you know and but, but th- at the same time on the same coin hotline miami just does indie the way you think indie should be like dirty and just gritty and i don't know like I, 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 when i think of hotline miami i think like it's drive mixed with you know just like just being someone over the fucking head with a brick like i just i i it's amazing when yeah. i think indie game i don't think Journey, though, because isn't that game company owned by Sony? 
I, no, that game company is contractual. They work with company. Sony. They work yeah. with Sony, but they are I think their that, own like, they're, they're ind- independently. They're basically second operated. party. Okay, then I am throwing my hat in with Endless Space because it's the only one I played. You think, <laughs> fuck you, Internet. You think I'd recommend Resonance? That game was fucking shit. I don't care what everyone else said. Fuck that you game. See, still, yeah, I love how you still turn over that. That's just funny uh, to me. He doesn't right, like this. There's... I mean, <laughs> Hotline Miami has been, well, a pretty hot game lately, I guess. It's, oh, dude, it's hot. It's fucking hot. It's hot shit. It's, like, it's, it's been on fire. Ev- everywhere. Shit's like, you read Hotline Miami, hot it's just the most surprising game of the year kind of thing, right? No. Uh, but I think Journey is the ultimate indie game, when you think of it. Because, you know, it is independently created, produced. Uh, it was published as a downloadable title, but then it evolved into a physical title. And it, that rare, very rarely happens. Yeah, and not only that, I think, uh, to the fact, I think ultimately, like, indie games tries to explore things that are, are not commonly done within games to, to basically, uh, to, uh, chase a, a particular, mechanic that will uh, either appeal to certain people or can appeal to everyone differently and interpret it. I feel like Journey does that in spades where Hot Miami can do that, but uh, Journey is just ultimately the most accessible of the two and like Journey Journey taught me that I could feel something without like having context, that I could just feel something by being a part of it. It was like I, you know, I know it's kind of stereotypical to like really go back to Flower, but all the feelings that I, I had with Flower was as simple as it was, and then like personified within the uh, l- the world of Journey, and then g- it going even farther. I yeah, I, I cannot stress enough that, that this is the biggest surprise for me within this category. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to gonna have to throw my hat with Journey. So we got we got two Journeys and a Hotline Miami and an Endless Space. So Andrew, I think it's back with you, man. Yeah, honestly, just I'm I'm gonna have to go with Journey. I I, I really feel like in terms of indie games. I feel like Journey is like that's where we want to go and that's where we want to see indie games go. But I think Hotline Miami is a good representation of what indie games can do and what a very small studio with, you know, limited resources. That's the thing. I think that game company, I think they had, you know, incredible resources at their disposal. They had time and money that they put into the product. But Hotline Miami was probably just looking at, I'm sure it's probably on a shoestring budget. And it's made by just a few dedicated people. And it's, you're, you're right. It's getting critical acclaim. It's, you know, being perceived as just like this, like amazing game, you know, but incredibly hard, but gritty and original. And the music kicks fucking ass. Like the soundtrack to that game, like it, fuck, fuck anything else about this, like whole event or this show. Just if you haven't listened to the soundtrack or some of the music from Hotline Miami, like you need to get on that right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic, and I think the soundtrack actually works in with what makes the game special as well. Is that it's not it, just yeah, it's not one aspect of that game that works. It's every single thing. It's the story mm-hmm. and it's the gameplay, and it's, it, it won't it won't work without it. Yeah, yeah, it all adds up into this just one uh, example of I think what video games can do, and I think it tells a very succinct point, which is why I love Hotline mm-hmm. Miami and think it was it, the best it's one hard for me. It, it's hard for me to choose, but I would have to go with Journey. I just feel like that's that's where we want to see games go. So. Well, uh, we are now down to our two categories. Next one's Bullet Heavens, Shmup of the Year. Sarah, take it away, man. All right, so 
for the bullet head and shmup of the year, our contenders are Sine Mora, Akai Katana, Dodan Pachi Maximum, or Under Defeat. I uh, Akai Before Katana. Before we get rolling, yes, I abstain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, noted. Peace. This <laughs> is going to be hard, though. It's uh, it'll be hard there, for sure. There, are, there are two entries here that are. When I reviewed them for Bullet Heaven, they pretty much stacked up more or less to each other. I will have to say that, like, Cinemora, because I've been playing it more and more, it's honestly, it's one of the more beautiful games. And again, a lot of pseudo flair, but, like, it's, it's, like, more subtle. Uh, not so much pseudo flair, though. It was developed in Hungary. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it's not... all spoken in Hungarian. It was actually, uh. Oh, that's it's... what it is? I would just, yeah. what the fuck is yeah. that language? Yeah. Oh, it, it was, uh, developed by, um, well, co developed by, uh, grasshopper manufacturer. See, the thing is, is that game had like actually interesting personality. Like, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and don't take this the wrong way, but you can't really say that about a shmup anymore for a long time. No, and, that's like, true. Yeah. And, and like, Seymour had it, but Akai Katana was just fucking fun to play. I felt like Seymour was nice and it did a lot of different things, but Akai Katana, I don't know. I, I think that's what I kind of yeah. want more out of a shmup game and especially different things. So I, that, that's for- my pick. For me in specific, like Cine Mora, it has, it walks the walk and it's solid, right? Um, and it is widely available. It's also, it's, it's on Xbox Live Arcade where it started, but also now on PSN and there's an exclusive Vita version with some extra content. Uh, of all things, it includes a pilot from 100 Defeat. But, um, but no, I mean, the, the gameplay, uh, it's long. It's a long game. Uh, your, your game, your gameplay attempts for high score are going to take a very long time in Cinemora, whereas in Akai Katana, it's all in your face. You're down to five stages. There's trillions of bullets on the screen, and it really tests your metal, and it's something that you can get good at. Not to mention the scoring mechanics and gameplay mechanics keep you on your toes, and it, it maintains a certain interest the whole way through, whereas Cinemora, it's more or less the same thing all the way through. Uh, there's there's not much to think about. You just shoot and pick up floating icons, or and and stop time, which is nice. Oh yeah, so. the arcade mode offers a few interesting uh, tweaks, but you know, in the end, Akai Katana's um, gameplay mechanics trump Cinemora, and I'm gonna go with Akai Katana for the win. All okay, right, but, but first, before we before we figure it out, I do want to quiz you real quick, Sarah. This may help me choose me personally choose which one I'm gonna have for this. Um, you reviewed three out of the four games, I believe, recently, I like did. in this past yes. year. I don't think you reviewed Dodon Pachi Maximum. Not yet, but I've got Not yet. quite a bit of, uh, got, yeah, that, that's actually that's... something that I'll mention at the end of the episode. Wink! Um, wink, okay, so, wink. <laughs> okay, now I want to ask, in terms of review scores, Bullet Heaven scores on three games, which one ranked the highest? Akai Katana, with a okay. 4.5 out of 5. Okay, I, I I feel like I'm okay with going with that one. I feel like we're going to trust the authority on this one. I have played two out of the three. I've played Sine Mora and Akai Katana. Um, I Yeah, I, I go with Sarah. I think Katana wins it. Yeah, Katana is really good. And plus, it was just... And, and it's a physical copy, which you don't see shmups in physical copies much anymore. Yeah, so you have I, think, to I, th- I think it did. <laughs> and not only that, like, it, was, it, it wasn't just like one of those weird games like in the shmup community, because like, the shmup community is going to get it, but... There are people outside of that community that actually enjoyed that game and picked them up it as well. Like it wasn't like it's it's getting a reprint. Like it, and that's re- considering that it's getting a reprint says something. 
Wow, so, I didn't know that. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's getting That's a right. restraint from Rising wow. Star. So, all right. We're coming down and fucking last the game of the year from Press Pass Radio. Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. No, no. Goddamn, I love workaholics, but come on. <laughs> I can't I believe you made it through this She journey. dips beneath lasers. lasers. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, it's oh, good. Alright, so here we go. Borderlands 2, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, which funny that it, it's only in this category. Uh, Tokyo Jungle, also funny that it's only in this category. Mass Effect 3, Assassin's Creed 3, Journey, The Walking Dead, and Dishonored. And there is a lot. Like, we, we really, there's pretty goddamn good selection of games right there. I'm gonna, to be honest, I'm the only one in this cast that's played Tokyo Jungle. Am I right? I, I need to get it. I, it'll probably be an after holidays thing. I'm gonna All pick right, it up. Cutting, cutting, cutting Tokyo Okay. Jungle. Go, go ahead and cut this on. I, 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 yeah. yeah, I want to play I, as a I, fucking Pomeranian so bad. It's so good. <laughs> so good. That I, game, I know James. Like, I know James is gonna want to cut Dishonored. We talked about it before recording, and I love that game a lot. But I feel on this list, it, it pales in comparison. It does not live up to its potential. That's it does not either. It, it, it is a good fun. game. I think it's a great game. But I think compared to these games, it's I don't know. It was a good first effort. And Assassin's Creed Three has no fucking chance. Yeah, yeah, nope. I agree. I agree. Uh, nope. Yeah, everyone else okay with that? <laughs> yeah. That, I, yeah that, hug, I will hug the title of that game. I will fucking strap a bomb to my chest. I will say adios, and I will fucking take it with me just so I can ensure it will never win. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's one, two, three. Okay, so all right, who's played what? All right, we. I played Borderlands Two, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, Mass Effect Three. Uh, Journey and The Walking Dead. I think that's honestly what we cut down. We cut down Dishonored, Tokyo Jungle, and Assassin's Creed 3. So yeah. we've come down to the wire with uh, essentially five games. I've played uh, all but Journey. Okay. Uh, I've, I've played all these not to an extensive amount except for Walking Dead and Mass Effect. I'm going to have to say this and I made the terrible, terrible decision of marathoning the Walking told Dead. You, told you not to do it. It was so bad, but like I was sobbing. I, yeah, I was. I was crying. I don't think I could. I don't think I, I could say that about a game. But I yeah. legitimately cried. And at first, like the thing that was just so weird about it is the characterization so weak at first, and then as you get deeper and deeper in, and you're forced to do things. I I cannot stress that a game in a way that. Most player choice games are incredibly limited in scope. I don't, I don't think I can ever talk like just how much a game forced me to feel that way. And, and the fact that I was left, I was left wanting so much more and so much despair. And I was left not knowing how to feel about myself. A video game did that to me. Yeah. I agree completely. I mean, none of these games. We talked about this last year. We had this conversation. What I mean, I said point blank, I want a game that's going to make me feel something. I want a game that's going to make me question myself, my morality, my just everything about me. I want I want this game, a game to break me down piece by piece, and then you know at Jesus the end Christ, somehow so somehow weird. he did you guys yeah but you guys somehow did. I remember that. that you lift you lift me right back up somehow like by the end of that game by the end of all five episodes of The Walking Dead. The words coming out of the character's mouth were the words that I had in my head. 
Like I was telling this little girl, like these are the words coming out of my mouth. Like I'm telling you this, like the way it's portrayed and the way it feels, you get so invested into that, that, that story and what's going on that you, you can't help but feel, uh, you know, emotion or get emotional about what's going on, what's happening to you. you I mean, it, the only thing would make it even more like community aspect of it. Just mm-hmm. seeing all the other decisions and then, like you, you, there's, there's one thing that most people don't realize that a lot of self-reflection has to do with an outside perception. And the fact that Telltales does this by juxtaposing what you do against the choices of millions of others, then you really question things. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Walking Dead was my pick the moment I finished it. And like nothing will change that. That game's got a place in my heart. It's the top five of all time, in my opinion. Like I just, nothing can top that. Like, in my opinion, I mean, some of these other games were great. Borderlands 2, like, you know, I think it still takes mechanics that are good about the first game and they incorporate new things. And it's just it's a fun multiplayer social kind of game. And XCOM, it's the same thing what they said about, you know, Halo. Like They did not think it could be done. Like You cannot make an XCOM game that's going to please the hardcore and introduce new fans into that kind of game. And they've, they've done it. It's it's for access. Like if there's any guys that can do it. You know, it's going to be them um, and Mass Effect ending aside, you know, it's still, I think, a good game. and It's a good, you know, trilogy. I, I just think they had some hiccups. But yeah, I mean, Walking Dead for me, it, it was my choice even before we made the list. Uh, it was really hard because honestly, it was between that. Um, it was between that and Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect 3 did make me feel I just I'm not going to lie. Had. There have been different things. I'm I'm even gonna go a step further. Had Leviathan been properly implemented into the game, I would have struggled because mm-hmm. I did feel too. But then I felt like everything felt carbon near the end, and it fell apart. And ultimately, I'm left with a fun game, but I wasn't left with the heartfelt experience that I was promising myself. Walking Dead did that, and Walking Dead does it in, in such an expediency with with its presentation portrayal of these scenarios that fucking. Like, just boggle my mind. Like, I, I still go back and I really think, like, it's it, the one thing that I can strike against it is you don't know whether or not you want to go back and play it because you don't want to. That is true. I'm having trouble playing the physical copy right now. I, like, I don't know if I want to go back and go through it again. Yeah, but I will recommend everybody please take a break playing this game. Like, dude, I just wanted to, like, fucking down 26 pills of Ambien and just, like, <laughs> I was done. Like I was crying. Does anyone remember an uh, a game that they? It was a flash game, I think, on Newgrounds. It was called One Chance. I Does anyone remember this. that? I know is it, is that. it the same yeah. sort of concept behind how you felt with the uh, the physical copy or playing the game again? No, because One Chance you can literally never go back and play it. When well, you when, you can. There's ways around it. That, but. but okay, but exactly. But when we when we mean revisiting it. The experience was so powerful that I feel like revisiting it to tweak it would game it. And then when you game it, it, it is going to slightly take away from the experience. Like my, the fact that I'm literally considering like just the excitement of you playing it, Sarah, all the way through. I haven't even talked to Andrew about anything he's done. He hasn't talked to me about anything I've done. I'm pretty sure James has already finished it. And the fact that we can collect together and talk about it, that, that alone. It, it it will add to my experience, but I don't know if I can ever go back and change it. There's there's like I like the finality of the fact yeah. that like there there are certain changes that I really I I do wish I can go back and change. And I I'm curious to see, but 
I don't I don't know like you know what I mean like I what what would it do and like how would I feel about it I'm, I'm gonna have to commit and like that the game does a good job of like just putting in a position where committing is gonna make you grow as as a player with the experience so there's that Stevie did you play Walking Dead <laughs> Um, the first episode was free, so I've only played the first episode, so I haven't been able to get full, fully into it. But I've seen uh, a lot of what it has to offer. I mean, it has, it has a good, strong episode. I'll give it that a, a good uh, opener. The third one. The third one is where shit like fucking hits the fan, and then that's that's when you really got to start testing the limits of your humanity. Yeah. <laughs> You become a bad person, not not by, you know, Oh, no, you choice, can become a bad but... person early on. Like, I felt like there there's a particular choice that I made in the second episode that I found out only 9% of the entire player base made. <laughs> and oh, I was just man. like, whoa, I'm the 9%. And I totally thought it was fine with me. The thing is that's the <laughs> 9% um, is just, it, it's, you know what I mean? That right there, it boggles me. And then, like, it, it, and then you have this self-extential feeling about it. Like, you you evaluate yourself. Games, game, a game that can do that. That it's just that simple. So I I really hope Stevie that you get the chance to really check that out. But yeah, that's it's my game of the year. It sounds like it's Andrews James. Come at me, bro. What? I might piss a couple people. I know off. what he's gonna pick. I know he's gonna pick. I know. Evil six. Pick. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awful. Ah, dark, uh, dark Souls Computer Edition. No, um. Computer Edition. That was computer Edition. <laughs> compared to Dynage, like, fucking Home dark Computer, Souls Apple, computers. Apple MR2. Apple MR2. I played a Flash version of Word Monsters, and that game changed my life. Um. <laughs> the thing is, with, with me, I mean, I see. Walking Dead is possibly the one of the best pieces of interactive entertainment that I have played. I barely consider it a game because uh, because there's okay. there is yeah I'm one of those. I love. Because it doesn't Walking have a Dead. fail state. No, not because it does have a fail state. You die. You yeah, can't die. But like, well, but I'm not no. talking about okay. I'm not talking about a game fail state. I'm talking about like. A a consequence that significantly I well all right I don't want to go that far I think I know where you're going though I I'm attacking Walking Dead like 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 a like the comic book or like a book in and of itself where I'm I'm taking breaks in between episodes I have not finished it I will admit that right off the bat I have not finished it finish it and then we might be able to talk well the thing is I but I get a sense of where the game's going I understand it's yeah. a very emotionally powerful game um, mm-hmm. game. Um, but when I think of game of the year, I mean, that game is really good, but I think of the most fun I've had all year playing a game, I have to give it to Borderlands 2. Damn it. I have to. I have to, I, man. I played that I, game with three other people, yeah. and that is a blast the entire I, time. I will say, though, although I picked Walking Dead... Playing Mass Effect Three cooperative multiplayer oh, was yeah. some of the best times that we had. The co-op, the co-op. If anything, the co-op in Mass Effect Three. If it was a standalone game, I would just buy that. That shit was yeah, good. It was and good. It's it was still fun. Got a, still got a strong community. It's got surprising legs. Mm-hmm. 
Who would have thought? But, and that was like that was like the one thing people were hating on before it came out, and then it just totally flip flopped as soon as it mm-hmm. came out. That's <laughs> but hilarious. Borderlands Two, if you get four characters in there with different char- um sets of you powers, play a better version of Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Am I right? <laughs> you guys, you, I don't ah, think you're wrong. Shut up. Bloodlands computer edition. It's not just that. <laughs> Perfect. But it's not just that. The combat in that, because the combat is different when you play it by yourself than when you play it, because it scales the combat depending on how many players are in there. And you've got four players in there. The combat is just enemies dropping left and right, explosions going on, church dropping, guys getting froze, you heal, people getting healed, dropping, picking them up. It's the most fun I've had all year what, playing Borderlands. What, what are you doing four hours later? Hmm? Playing more Borderlands Two. No, no. I mean, pretend we're playing Borderlands Two. You just described to me stuff that's going on right now. What are you doing four hours later? I'm doing the same thing. Four hours. Fuck thank you. Yes. And I'm still enjoying it. I'm still. But, but I got. But, but I got a better gun. Yeah. But I have, my gun's blue. My gun makes midget sounds when it shoots bullets. That's They're, okay. Well, that might shit. That might sway me. No. <laughs> Jesus. And XCOM Enemy Unknown, that's in my top three. I mean, all three of these games are literally in my top three this year. Mm-hmm. And XCOM Enemy Unknown, I have let George die so many times. <laughs> just on purpose. Just <laughs> on just throw him out you there. Give me a shotgun and just be a dick. George is my red shirt. He scouts <laughs> out into the front lines, sees the aliens. I know where the aliens are. George may die. Meh. Borderlands 2, I had I had the most fun all year playing Borderlands 2, and that is my game of the year. You're all heart, James. You're all heart. And you better keep it that way, too, because it's surprisingly the only thing you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, so far we've got two for Walking Dead, one for Borderlands 2. Come at me, Sarah. What we got? Well, uh, let's see. What have I played here? Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. I'm <laughs> sweet. I got a good choice. Yeah. All right. It's kind I can't, of. I can't think, I'd like to say XCOM Enemy Unknown because it's it sort of revitalizes a genre that doesn't seem to get much attention on console. It's so and, good. And it does it really well. That's the thing, right? And the ideas behind it, like you can get really attached to a soldier that's gone through hell and back, and then all of a sudden he's just vaporized. And it's sort of, you sort of realize, oh shit, yeah, I guess that can happen, can't it? I just realized it says XCOM Enemy Uncone. Oh shit. What, what, what? (laughs) Well, that's what, uh, that's what happens when you do things in a hurry. (laughs) Anyway. Um. Like, like if, if I was to, to choose anything on this list, it would definitely be XCOM. And I, I'm planning on, uh, Checking it out and going headlong into it as soon as I can. Outside, of course, of Tokyo Jungle and The Walking Dead. Alright, so we got one for XCOM, one for Borderlands 2, and two for Walking Dead. Uh, you may be the deciding factor here, Stevie. What do we got? Um, I would say it's either a toss up between Journey or Walking Dead. From what I've heard about Walking Dead and what I've played so far, of course. Um, I am going to go with, from the reception it's got here, obviously, and from the little I've played, and for how excited I am to get back into it, and just how awesome Telltale are, 
and the fact that it already won Indie Drome's Indie Game of the Year already, so I select Walking Dead. There we go. Fantastic. With all that in mind. Uh, Golden Zonkeys. Uncone. 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 I should be like the uh, the three-wheeled Mecha of Shan next year. Award uh, Uncone. Award Uncone. Game of the Year next year should be just like the the game PC version or computer version of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing to come out of tonight. Uh, computer, <laughs> computer version of the year. It's the, be the, the Apple it's MRI. The MR2. Uh, God. Best Fucking... console goes to ZX Spectrum. <laughs> yes. All right. End of the episode. Sure. listen to the golden zonkeys we're gonna be publishing this along with a helpful visual guide of each game with their appropriately awarded golden zonkey guys earned it maybe one of you didn't really but whatever sorry sorry capcom (laughs) wow (laughs) uh what a backhanded way to give someone an award (laughs) it wasn't even on the list and we had to put it in there yeah, but maybe you didn't need this. Uh, yeah. But either way, it happened, and we're sticking by it. And those are Golden Zonkeys, and I'm proud of them. Those are going to happen next year. And if you guys have any questions or concerns towards uh, what we did with the Golden Zonkeys, you know how to get a hold of us. Our voicemail at uh, 869-PPR-TALK. We've also got our uh, mailbag, which is presspodradio at gmail.com. And you can reach us on our Facebook and Twitter. A lot of a lot of Facebook wall posts for those who are totally getting down on getting some free Steam keys for around the holidays. Sweet man, come post at us. We've, we've already got some wall posts, but considering the uh, the uh, subject matter of this particular episode, we really couldn't address it. Also, apparently, as I already mentioned, the listener, the most common listener uh, voted thing was Borderlands Two. Again, Damn right. Whatever. Uh, the other one was Walking Dead. Um, Damn so right. Keep in mind from here that uh, we do appreciate it and thank you again. And it's been an honor to inaugurate the first annual fucking Golden Zonkeys. This is George Boy's axe. Toast arriving late. The original Sarah. Hi, I'm James, and I like Borderlands. Hi, I'm James. Oh, so it's hi, I'm Stevie, and I like to interrupt James a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Computer <Perfect>. edition. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Ever. All right, we're taking a break. Expect us after New Year's. Good night, folks.